I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. See, I'm a five-star bitch because I ain't that other chick. She been struggling for hers from the womb. I've been rich. I ain't got to talk about the money and the shoe game. All you got to do is Google train to see the proof, man. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Sunday, 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 Easter Sunday. Yes, I was a day early yesterday, y'all. So I'm sorry because I've been off for like the past five days. So all my days began to blend today is officially easter yes officially the lord's uh sunday the sunday that uh jesus uh rose from the dead uh hit that respawn (laughs) button and uh hit that reboot and stun it on them haters let them fools know that um we're not just gonna kill the lord's son like this right he got up he got up off that cross like who you think you gonna kill bitch (laughs) me (laughs) who you fitting to try better than me Ooh, bitch, it ain't me. I got unlimited lies, bitch. <laughs> um, and because, uh, you know, it is the Lord's Day, and uh, you guys decided to spend it with us heathens, um, many of you could be in church, but you decided to go here instead. Um, I'm sure heaven won't care. But you, uh, we went and brought, got a special guest, man, Jay, who y'all might hey. know as Impossible White Man of the show. Um, you know, because she's always sending us pictures of skin and snowboarding snow yeah i'm bad snowboarding i'm sorry skiing's not extreme enough um, <laughs> skydiving yeah and all kinds of crazy shit so um last time she was on the show was episode 634 run and run where uh i believe we called it that because she had a friend named sharon and we was motivating her to keep running um yeah. uh, is sharon y'all still cool you and sharon yeah, we definitely still cool. She actually wrote into the show recently. She was saying that her and her husband sneak in to listen to you guys, but she didn't say her name. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> keep running, Sharon. Yes. Um, you know, let's go. Um, and, uh, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff, man. Marathon running, black history, the Super Bowl, um, the movie Ride Along. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was dead that day. So we talked about him dying. Um, and Broadway during Super Bowl week, just a ton of stuff, man. So, you know, this is why you, uh, can be a premium fan. You can go back and listen to that episode and get Jay's origin story. You sure can. But, uh, Jay, what's been up with you, man? It's been a while since we, uh, since we talked. It has. Nothing's been up much. I went to, uh, just to talk about my impossible white man stories. I went to Switzerland. I went snowboarding, me and my friends, and, um, I hurt my knee. I got injured. Impossible white men don't get injured. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, they get injured. They fight through injury. Right. And they don't true, die. True, true. Yeah. You just, you <laughs> didn't don't. die. Right, did you die? Nope. Then you still Kept impossible. Going. Still right. Impossible. Did you get up and keep moving? I actually did. I didn't okay. have a choice. Otherwise right. I was going to get helicoptered out. That was the only way I would have got out if I didn't keep moving. Whoa. Which, what were y'all in the Alps? That's yeah, we were, we were in the Swiss Alps. We went snowboarding and, um, we went off piste. Um, here in the States, we call it going back country. You basically go where lifts don't take you, where the chair lifts don't take you. So we went off piste. We had a guide. And um, it, it's just a different terrain. The snow is just different. I'm not used to riding like that. And I've done like heliboarding where you get out of the helicopter. I've done all that here, but I've never experienced the Swiss Alps. And it was just a different style of riding. And I overextended my knee mm. and kind of sprained my MCL. But 
it's fine now. I'm back in CrossFit back. And I was, I still kept snowboarding the rest of the, um, the week and came back here and still kept snowboarding and running and CrossFit and stuff. So, but it was, I was like, Oh my God, I'm broken. I never get broken, but it was fine. But, you know, you see, you met, you met all the tropes. You get, <laughs> you get a plus five for getting injured and bouncing back. Mm-hmm. You get a plus 100 for continuing on the whole week and pushing through the trail. <laughs> like, 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 ooh, your Abraham Lincoln's is adding up, girl. I know. Did you have a Definitely. sassy, did you have a sassy black sidekick that was, uh, I know. doing humor the whole time? No, I am the sassy black sidekick. Oh. I mean, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then you get double the points because you are that person. <laughs> but yeah, so, and then even the end of that, after we finished in, um, Switzerland, we went to Budapest and um we were just walking around every and i pulled some impossible white man shit there too so i was with my friends and they wanted to go into this casino and i'm like i didn't come to no damn budapest to go in this <laughs> rinky dink casino that they're calling their vegas whatever mm. so i was like i'm walking back to the hotel i don't know who i think i am at 12 o'clock at night in the middle of budapest hungary who hasn't gotten over their cold world stuff so it's kind of sketchy still yeah. there and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm walking back to the hotel that's like a mile away and trying to like do that fast walk and that serious face so nobody don't mess with me, but I'm black, so I'm standing out. Right. And so I made it back safely. And I'm like, I don't know who I think I am out here. Like something can't happen. Well, but I'm oh, glad yeah, you get an extra seventy five for that. Yeah, I'm glad you're okay, man. Um, you know, I heard Budapest don't play that shit. <laughs> it's it's actually an interesting place like having been to other places in europe that are pretty and me and my american privilege i went over there and i'm like i feel like they need to power wash this whole place because <laughs> <laughs> it just like i've been to paris and they have all those old buildings and but it's white like the buildings are white they're old it's beautiful the architecture all that and you go there and everything is just like gray it's just like a sheath over everything Oh. And I'm like, they just need to power. That's a nice power wash, all of this. Well, now, what kind of things do you do in, in Budapest? I mean, you say you didn't want to go to their casino. So, like, how was the food? What kind of shit did y'all do? We walked around and just basically looked at all the old architecture, all the old buildings. They got a number of bridges that are, like, historical. Um, but we were just there for, like, two to three days. So we didn't do a lot. We just did a lot of sightseeing and walking around. And we just ate and and it's really cheap. Like everything was cheap and big steaks, big, they're big on meat and potatoes and their goulash and all that kind of stuff. And it was good. It was real good, but it wasn't a lot to really do, but just walk around. Mm. Uh, Karen, you were going to say something? Oh, I was, well, she's talking about the food. I was going to ask her like, how she was, she was not talking about the food. No, I was, I was talking <laughs> yeah, about, you the was food. talking about yes. the food. Be honest. <laughs> yes. I want to know about the food. Um, is it like moms and pops? Is it any chain restaurants there? Um, I think they had the obligatory McDonald's and Burger King. Um, but pretty much it was moms and pops and, um, yeah, it was pretty much moms and pops, just local restaurants that, you know, somebody owns and it was good. The goulash was good. I finally got turned on the goulash and I liked it. You and Jess Wood. (laughs) <laughs> and i have i have a question um is the you something like the area do you think it's like great like that because it's so old or is it great like that because nobody ever dusted <laughs> i think it's both and they went through, i don't know the exact history but um budapest went through a whole cold world war era where um it was a lot of war and i think it was too recent that they haven't fully recovered 
Whereas like all the other area, like, you know, France, Paris and all that, their wars were a lot farther away. So they've had time to recover and build themselves back up where Budapest, they haven't quite gotten over their, their history yet. It was too soon to, to where they're still building back up their economy and stuff like that. So they don't really care about power washing the buildings just yet. How many, (laughs) how many different languages do you speak? One. Oh, okay. I just want I'm like, she's traveling all these places. I was I like, know. how does she, how does she speak to all these people? Honestly, like, you know, you, I, I've been to Paris three times and I have a friend, she was posted on Facebook saying she's trying to brush up on her French cause she's about to go to, um, go to Paris. And I said, honestly, don't go crazy cause you really won't need to. Like they, a lot of these places, they speak English because of our tourism. Like we go over there and so they're ready. They want our money. So they, they try to know our language already. And I mean, you don't go over there kind of like, I'm an American, you know, give me this or tell me which way to go. Whatever you do go over there humble, like, Hey, so here's my map. I'm trying to figure this out. And a lot of times they already speak English because they know we're coming there with our money and we're going to, you know, tourism. Ah, it, just, it behooves them to know English because then, you know, they can get tips and they can, even in okay. Switzerland, the hotel we went to, they had the people that worked there, like everybody spoke English. We go out in the town, like everything has English written, you know, written there also. Okay. Okay. That, well, that's comfortable knowing that. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I went there. I went to uh, Italy before. A lot of people, they spoke English. Uh, Budapest, a lot of them spoke English. You know, France, Switzerland, they all spoke English. I don't I don't know anything but English. Okay. It's bad. It's, it's kind of no. like having that American privilege, but. That's true. <laughs> and just and just like here you just don't go to the ghetto because you know everywhere <laughs> in the world the ghetto is the place that you just don't take your ass to because well, like, you might not come back kind of was the ghetto Budapest kind of was the ghetto but you just kind of had to push through and you know I don't know just don't walk around looking all happy and like oh look oh and looking up at Bill I, tr- I actually stopped myself from being like because I go to New York often because I live in Connecticut and you see the tourists they're all looking oh the sky and all the the, the 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 buildings and I tried not to be that person that's like looking around too much mm-hmm. I wanted to act like yeah I've been here I just walk through here all the time and you know not you know look too obvious who all uh, goes with you on these trips um, I have a core group of friends that I mainly go with, but, um, like the main trips, like I went to, um, I went to Japan last February snowboarding and, um, I went with a big group, a big New York city group for that. And then Switzerland, I went with a big group, but usually me and my friends will go on that trip, but on those trips on the bigger ones, but to Vermont, like every other weekend when we'll go snowboarding, it's usually just us. Like we'll oh, just, okay. you know, a bunch of us will get in on a deal. You'd be like $250 for the weekend, lift tickets and lodging and we go. And that's how that we get to go bad. so much. But, but some people though, like a lot of people will think like, Oh, she must have money. She goes to Vermont like every other weekend, but that's if you're going to stay on the mountain, if you want to be ski in, ski out. Yeah. That's probably about a thousand dollars. I'm not doing that. We're going to be up the road. And then driving to the mountain for like $250 for lift tickets and lodging. And then one of my friends, he loves to cook. So if we get a place with a kitchen, we just cook and we just stay up, play cards of humanity, just whatever. Do do you use your white friends as like a shield? Like if anything go down, you know, they're going to take care of you. sure things all right. They know. They know. I told them all the time. I don't know. Walking back to the hotel by yourself in Budapest. <laughs> I mean, that was the perfect trying time to call some white people. <laughs> Hey, you assumed your white escort, so I don't know. This is true. Right. She dismissed him. I was feeling impossible. I was feeling like, 
I honestly just did not want to go to that casino. I was like, we are in Budapest. There's architecture ever because I love old architecture. I love looking at old because we don't have that here. So mm. you go to Europe and you see like here we're like, oh, it's a hundred year old house. It's an old charm. And there they're like, oh, that that's cute because right. they got stuff that's centuries old. Right. And like, you know, in in here, I mean, in there, it's, it's just I don't want to go into the casino. I just I was tired of walking around and. Then when we went in there, they wanted to take my food. They wanted to take my coat. I'm like, uh, no, I don't have to do this. I'm leaving. So <laughs> when you guys go on the bigger trips with <clears throat> with a lot of people, are there like, um, like is everybody just like getting drunk? Is everybody partying? Is a lot of fucking going on? Like what's <laughs> like what is the the protocol for that shit? Well, um, so it depends. Like when I went to Switzerland, I went with um this this uh, ski club that I'm a part of that it's a lot of older white people. So mm. not a lot of fucking, but they get drunk. Those those old people be drinking. Mm. And usually my group, we're the younger people. And we're the ones that's like, we got to go to bed because we want to get up in the morning and go, we want to get up first thing in the morning and go ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but the New York City group that I go with, that's the group that gets ratchet. That's the group that you wake up and you hearing about somebody was giving somebody head the night before. And, oh. But the other girl is here. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the group where you're like, you you tiptoe around and you just like, I ain't standing too close to you because they ain't going to think I'm like you. And it's just yeah, I, that I, group to be messy because they're I, young. I picture it like the Olympic Village. You know how like Ryan. you got a bunch <laughs> of people that are into extreme risky behavior anyway. And what's more extremely risky than sex? So like the New York City group, the New York City group definitely can can be that way. Like I, I and I try to stay away from the gossip and because I come to ride, I'm just coming to ride. I'm coming to have right. fun. I don't, I'm not coming for all that. Right. And I kind of have one of those rules where I'm I don't want to date anybody that is in my circle because then if it doesn't work out, now you date somebody else, and now you date somebody else, and now you that chick. I don't mm. want that. So I don't date anybody in that circle of people. So I try to stay away from it. But then. I come back and I hear, I'm like, for real, that happened? Like, where was I? You were asleep. Oh, okay, good, good. Right, <laughs> where, where, I, where I needed around. to be, right. And, well, well, Jay saw, and Jay didn't see nothing. Jay was asleep or Jay was working because <laughs> I work in finance and snowboarding season also coincides with tax season. So mm. it's funny, like a lot of my snowboarding friends that I really only see during snowboarding, they think I'm this hard worker because my busiest time also coincide with snowboarding season. So I always have my laptop and I'm always like working at night when I can. And they think I'm like this hard work. And it's like, as soon as tax season is over, I'm it's quarterly busy right. time for me, not this like long months, long busyness. <laughs> but, but usually I'm somewhere in a corner trying to hook up to some Wi-Fi and, and work. <laughs> not fucking and whatever. Yeah. They're doing. Um, you know what, man? Um, now, I wouldn't have blamed you if you were. I mean... <laughs> That's like international waters or whatever, you know. Do what you Anything want goes yeah. right. Um, all right. Well, this is the Blackout Tips. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. Just search the Blackout Tips. Uh, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we'll read them on the show as long as we like them. Um, and if we don't like them, we won't read them. It's sure very simple. Won't. Um, you can also do stuff like go to theblackouttips.com and click on things and like stuff and leave comments on things and vote in the polls. That stuff all helps the show out as well. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And bullet and ball. bullet ball extreme. Boom. Um, and today's show is, um, like, one, two, triple sponsored. That's right. We are triple sponsored today. Um, first of all, Shadow Dollar Productions, man. Um, 
we have an album it's on itunes called the best of ron and karen Mm -hmm. um you all should already have it but if you don't what the fuck are you waiting for man uh it's basically just a comedy album with a bunch of uh, audio plays with karen and i and many friends of the show john fouts uh lexa yeans who uh you know is actually uh on a show on the cw now um Mm -hmm. you know uh, a bunch of people that you know we have had on the show that are funny and then of course dexter's uh script writing then we get to do a whole bunch of like acting and uh with our voices and stuff and i think you guys will dig it so the best of rod and karen is on itunes make sure you guys check that out we appreciate y'all that do that um what else do we do oh and then we have another sponsor this show is also brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving systems designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out get bevel today by going getbevel.com and uh use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and the last sponsor is a little bit sexier let me play some sexy music Shit, not that old school. What you know about this? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Are you getting enough? I bet you love to get more. Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, they give you a sexy little surprise for her. Then you get a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we both know. I mean, wait, a little something that we know you'll both enjoy. That's right. We know all y'all business. <laughs> Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD and number 10 free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not that difficult. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code TBGWT at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts. So check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter the code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Secret lovers, yeah, that's what we are. That's what's going to happen when you get that box. Secret lovers. Um, Don't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the box is discreet, y'all. You ain't got to be ashamed. Um, all right, man. Uh, all kinds of news is happening and stuff um, that we need to talk about. We took Wednesday off, thank goodness, so we could just do other stuff. I was tired. I ain't even going to Karen's birthday weekend. So <laughs> we uh, had fun uh, hanging out, eating. Uh, we went and Went to our favorite place, uh, Cowfish, mm-hmm. Karen's birthday. And we ordered two appetizers. Yes, guys, it got extravagant up in this piece. Yeah, it did. Um, and and then, a big-ass cake. Yeah, and we had that big-ass short, yeah, they called it short, short cake, cake, but it's not short. There nothing short about that fucking cake. Yeah, that's like. cake was like four layers. Um, so, yeah, we had we did that, and then, uh, you know, went sundress shopping because it's sundress season, um, everybody. We went to uh, K&G. K&G. And you know what the thing about K&G, we said this before, and I would continue to say this again. K&G is like Pimp Daddy Central, 
yeah it's uh, all a lot of black people like black men buying colorful suits and shit like the brighter the color the better yeah and like, i think i think a lot of that though is because uh it's like one of the places where you can get like cheap suits so people like you know let me go ahead i think when we walked in the sale was like buy one suit get two free free. yes which makes no fucking sense at all it's not even like the suits are expensive the suits like you might spend a hundred and something dollars on a suit and then they just give you two more like how does that make any fucking financial sense right i guess either i guess the suits are really worth thirty dollars and they just never say anything (laughs) but uh yeah we were in there yeah i'll um, be checking out people's shoes somebody walk too close to me with gators i run yeah i went and bought some basketball shorts and shit but um karen you know when got you know i was just like go get you some stuff you know it's, it's new year new you new season uh so she was shopping and stuff and then um i was like let me go ahead and get in line because uh, Karen, you know, you know, black women <laughs> are amazing because they all, they all have the ability to um, like have your ass in line while they go do more shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't ever put you in on the plan or any of that shit. Mm-hmm. It's always just like you you think you're in line, ready to get out. And the thing is, it would have been all right, but this fucking line, guys, is is Easter in the South. I forgot. I forgot too. Right. So, and we were in the store on, I think it was Friday. Right. Which is, I think, Good Friday. Correct. Um, look, I don't keep up with church. I think it's Good Friday. So, <laughs> it is. Okay. So it was Good Friday and we were like, you know, and I, I just on a whim was like, oh, let's just go do this. You know, I'm like we're already over here. It'll be cool. Get you some new stuff for the, for the summer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go in and the line is like fucking 40 or 50 people deep. And I'm just like, that can't be right. I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like the whole time I'm in there, I'm just trying to like, I wait for the line to die down. Then I get in line. I wait for the line to go down. I'm just like, the line's getting longer and longer. The line does not die down. Yeah. So, um, you know, we went and then, you know, if you're shopping with a woman, you got to try on all the clothes and shit. You better. I ain't taking yeah. shit back. Understood. Understood. So you got to try on the clothes. You know, me and we don't shop like that. Right, no, you better because like this about right, and then you get home, you be like, oh, it's too big, I'll just take it back. I'm not going through that because an eight ain't an eight across the board. An eight is an eight, then an eight might be a two, then an eight might be a twelve. Like it ain't all cut the same. Yeah, no, that's y'all's fault. So <laughs> I didn't make the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we um, you know, we do the shopping and shit, and I I go get in line, and it's like families in there because it's easter you know right. people gonna take their kids in the all white suits and the daddy gonna have a matching suit you know you could tell <laughs> a lot of, a lot of these fathers getting to know their kids for the first time that was good right and you know they was hanging out and shit and in the line and it was just amazing to watch like couple by couple each black woman just breaking off <laughs> and going to do more shopping in the middle of the fucking line so you waiting in line and they just like, oh, I forgot to do this. And they just walk off and leave your ass there by yourself. And then the worst people I, I felt the worst for were um like the little kids that was by themselves <laughs> with their mom. Like, right. Like, because like, I remember that. Because, you know, you go shopping with your mom, they always leave. Like, it's like just you and your mom. Because your dad don't want to go shopping, but he don't also want her to be there by herself. Correct. So it's like, oh, take them with you. It's like, I don't have no interest in fucking clothes shopping. <laughs> But he just pawned that off to you. He's fishing somewhere or some shit. So it was a bunch of little kids by themselves, you know, with their moms. But you get to the line, 
if the mom is gone, it's just like a fucking kid with a rack of clothes. <laughs> right. Like by themselves. Yeah, like, how's a six year old gonna pay for this shit? <laughs> Correct. You know, and so it brought back old memories and shit, because I, I remember that was times where uh my mom would pull the uh the ninja pellet puff of smoke and disappear. <laughs> and and the thing is, like I said, they don't pre game plan you like you you would think in the car they would be like, All right, look, <laughs> we're gonna go in here, we're gonna get in line. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm gonna want you to hold my place in line. I'm probably gonna go, like, go do a lap around the store for any, any, anything I missed. Yeah, any sales, anything, you know. Right. I'm gonna probably try on some clothes, make a phone call, go outside, smoke a cigarette. Uh, I'm gonna do a bunch of shit, but I will be back before you get to the register, so don't worry about it. But instead, they just like, here, and just handed it all that shit, and then just walk off, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Did she leave me at the store, and like, <laughs> they leave like they leave you up there by yourself for so long that you really do start thinking like yo are they gonna come back me? how am i getting home i can't pay for any of this shit i don't I even have a drive. job i don't even have a worker's permit like i'm not even supposed to be here by myself this is like child <laughs> services but i can't right. call child service because my mama killed me right so you know you start wondering that shit and looking around and like you can never find them and especially because it's a black store because the black stores always had the displays all fucked up like the, like they put like a row of ties and cufflinks between eyesight of the rest of the store. So like, right. I don't even know where your mom is and you don't know where your mom is. <laughs> and you just looking around hoping that she comes back before, you know, you get indicted for shoplifting or some shit. <laughs> and, um, it was funny. Cause like this little kid that was in front of me when his mom left, like I was there when his mom left and I was like, uh, you know, I knew the, I knew the deal. I was like, well, I'll, she'll be back for the time to check out or whatever. And he had this worried look on his face. Hey, he was concerned. And I was just like, damn dog. And he I had think- this look like I'm, I need to get out of line. Like, I don't know where my mom is. I need to go find her. I, say, no, look I, here, I can't no. pay for these clothes. We getting close to the front. <laughs> I just gave him a look like, don't do it, son. Cause you, you, you do it. She gonna kill you. It's not <laughs> worth it. She'll be back. <laughs> She'll be back. It's like uh Batman Commissioner Gordon, you know how they have conversations and then <laughs> Batman just don't be there when the commissioner turn around, like and then whenever, you know, he shows up at a crime scene, the Batman is just there. He's just like, Oh shit, you been here the whole time? That's how your mom is at the checkout line. You just gotta chill. And you don't have to worry about it, because I used to worry about it as a kid. I was like, Well, how's she gonna get her spot back? <laughs> you know, clearly all fucking forty seven of these people saw her walk out of line. And just start shopping again. She's going to come back with more clothes in front of them, making the checkout time longer, and just skip them. And uh, let me tell you something. That is black women's superpower. You don't have to ever worry about that shit. And dare you to say something. You better not say a goddamn thing to me either. I, I know I moved out that, that that boy's mama way when she came back. I moved out the fucking way. Like, I'm, excuse me for being in your I way. Think, I think black women invented the blank stare. Seriously, it really is like, please say something. Like, that's how it feels. I, I wish you would say something, please. Right. I've been waiting for somebody to say something. Right, because my child has been up here the whole time fucking wasting time. Right. I don't have to waste time with my child. And even if they run into, like, where it's like a movable force meets brick, brick wall where, like, two black women decide to go ahead. Because, like, sometimes it's like, mm-mm. You know, like, you had an attitude black woman that's like, like, I'm not going to let this happen and shit. But then you had another black woman that's like, oh, this shit is about to happen. I'm about to get my spot back. <laughs> I love that interaction because it's so threatening without being threatening. Because the one person, <laughs> right. because the the person that has a problem with it, that woman is always like, Mm-mm, or hell no, nah, something like that, or excuse you, you know, something, something passive aggressive. 
but then that other black woman is always like what i just want to get in line with my son is that okay like <laughs> some where it's just like Mm, these motherfuckers about to fight all right but, this is not about to end well but to me it feels like you know when people do karate in movies but it's like two good guys and they fight but then they respect each other that's how it always comes off like they mm-hmm. both was like yeah because i would have did that move too bitch look <laughs> like, you ain't see no sales i'm about to do a lap myself and check right. out and the other thing too is your mom come back with all these fucking clothes because it's like like you might have one shirt with you to get in line like she that's like, it one shirt then she's that's like, all you need for easter yeah she's like hold my shirt baby and then she walk around she come back with a fucking cart full of shit and it's like god damn man like just so embarrassing it's gonna take long to check out and then they ring up all the shit and they had a prerequisite argument no this is on sale this is on clearance <laughs> oh, oh yeah oh yeah you better bring all that shit up right because yeah. you know yeah sometimes they don't right. have that shit in there register right like everything i picked up i know how much it costs all that boop this is 39.99 that's what the rack said go check right. i will sit here and wait on you yes pack i don't give a fuck i'm not paying for a price and the other person knows like the person behind the counter especially since it's kg all the women was black anyway they not gonna check no like mm-hmm. they don't it's not it's they not don't want worth them it. problems there's 40 people in line they've been there all and, day and if they do catch you in a lie you just gonna say well i don't want it which makes the <laughs> whole fucking exercise pointless it's not like anybody ever goes oh it's 39.99 instead of 29.99 <laughs> shit well i guess go ahead and ring it up for 30 no they always like well i'll put that back then i don't want it so 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 they don't go check right you know? which means that shit you ain't selling but but again the thing is they come up with a rack of shit and it'd be like fucking it looked like a hundred dollars worth of clothes two hundred dollars and it'd be like fifteen dollars i'm like yes where do you even find this shit in the store like with the sale on top of the sale on top of in the clearance in the back with the red sticker with the 50 percent off and i bring in coupons fuck who's paying for a price for shit it's amazing dog. i watched a black woman do the whole lap around the store i wanted to like applaud her when she came back like look at the audacity on you just you just gonna take this motherfucking spot back, huh? Like, we ain't just see that shit. All right. But I, I ain't want no problem, so I ain't say shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was KG, man, but that was, that was cool. And then the lady behind the counter, it, it, I, like, that's the thing about black, black women too, is like, yes, there was 40 people in line. Yes, every register was open. But that don't mean that our checkout woman, was not gonna take her motherfucking time. Oh yeah, she was not in a rush. Y'all not gonna rush her. And no, you not. Like every time I've ever checked out of K and G, I gotta learn her life story. That's, she don't even want to be there right now. Right. 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 We we've learned that they've been busy the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know everybody know Easter coming, so a lot of people were ordering. You know they suits in advance and getting them cut. And I even went to the dressing room, and now this is brand new to me. Most young people don't crease. Old people crease, like, you no, know, depending on the suit, I might do a crease. I consider myself old. And they had this shit called permanent crease. I was like, who the fuck puts a permanent crease in their pants? <laughs> but you could get the tailor to put a permanent crease for all you pimp players out there, just in case you, you want to be sure that your crease can always uh, cut a throat whenever you get them a knee chop, and you just got a permanent crease. Well, we, um, that what's funny is, like, we go to check out, and you know the woman's like come on down here y'all we go down to check out and shit and um she like immediately had to like completely like she was impervious to the pressure of 
40 people being in line which is for a clothing store is a lot of people y'all just imagine like this ain't like fucking kroger this is 40 mm-hmm. people that are gonna you know you gonna have to go through the whole thing every time uh this was on sale well i don't see no sale sign well it was on the clearance right yep. well i don't see the clearance i mean clearance is marked with red man right. what do you want to go check it no i don't want to go check it we, that was happening all around us i think it happened like the people over from us that was happening too like, like uh, every it, line it's happening yes. in every every line with a black woman in it is happening <laughs> now the man was, was quicker yeah that was some men checking out that were just like uh, this suit said one nineteen ninety nine. It's like, all right, that'll be that plus taxes. Okay, here's the money. Thank you. You can go home now. Yeah, man, it was quick because men yeah. like fucking ten more dollars. I don't care. I'm not gonna argue with you over ten dollars. But she was like doing this whole thing where like she told us she done um she uh doesn't want to go on cruises no more. Right. Um, uh, she don't want to fly. She yeah, she don't fly. She hadn't been on a cruise uh in a few years because uh what happened with carnival cruises and she decided that uh even though her friends keep trying to get her to go and she used to go with her friends all the time they don't go anymore and they, they were keep d- asking her yeah they keep asking her she said well y'all just gonna have to pray for me because <laughs> i'm not gonna go uh Mind y'all, y'all she's checking us out now keep working <laughs> on it uh meanwhile she's stopping and counting all our items karen at- throwing that cashier shade <laughs> yeah meanwhile she's counting our items after every two items right so she's like you know like i think we had eight things she wanted to be sure she got she just she's just like okay now now see that's one two three okay that's four all right so like i was saying um (laughs) you know i don't go on no cruises honey okay first of all uh i can barely swim and i'm not gonna get my hair wet and i'm just like right beep and you know we used to give y'all the hangers but i can't give y'all these hangers no more yeah we didn't even (laughs) ask for hangers she was she was like yeah we you know we we gotta keep the hangers now we running out of hangers back there you know we got more clothes than we got hangers we used to just give them away and now we out of stock so you know we don't wanna and and that might be why they all constantly be putting their shit buy one get three free yeah, well, you know what it is, is, um, I don't care. We didn't ask about hangers. <laughs> we sure didn't. She brought it up. Yeah, I don't even need to hang basketball shorts. That was going in the drawer. So, I don't even know what the discussion was about. I was just sitting there like, she just gonna get her talk on. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she went through a whole life story and stuff. And, uh, then finally, uh, and then, of course, she told Karen how good she was gonna look at him. You mm-hmm. know, they gotta pull that. Gotta do, do the, girl, you gonna look good in this. Mm-hmm, you need to do this. And then they had a, a number for us to text to see if we could get a sale. She made sure we text too. Yeah, she was like, text this number, uh, win. And if it, if it, you can get 50% off, depending on the text message that you get back. And we got $5 off, uh, instead, which I think everybody does. She was like, you know, three people won when they did text in my line, but uh, you know, I might, <laughs> I think I'm good luck, but I ain't had nobody win in two weeks. So I don't know. And I'm just like, Oh God. <laughs> um and so we finally got checked out and left man that 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 probably took so much longer than we needed it to but uh you know at least we got to talk about it on the podcast so <laughs> right i got these cards that i think you need because when i'm on these snowboard trips sometimes i don't know i don't like a lot of nonsense fluff talking pretty much what she was doing it's like annoying it's like i just want to go can we just and the same thing on the slopes like can we just ride i don't want to you know especially when it's annoying people so one of my friends, he's gotten used to me, like, looking at him, like, can she just stop fucking talking? Like, why she keep talking? Like, I don't care what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. So he bought me these cards for Christmas this year that say stop talking for me to basically <laughs> get beat up. And look, <laughs> these are cards right here. You probably, oh, you probably hell. That well. But it says stop talking. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, uh, don't want to give him the cards because that's just another step in the transaction. 
and I don't believe that they will actually stop. No, they won't. In fact, it like might they be start, more. They'll be like, oh, where you get these cars from? I like these cars because sometimes people be talking to me too much. And yes, I'm, like I'm, I'm going to have to start handing these out too. Up. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got any more of these cars? Because I, I would love to get some of these right. cars and give them to people. Right. Next time my baby come in, now my child come in and talking this shit, I'm just going to hand this card and walk away. You be like, how do we get here? Yeah, I do. Now I do the passive aggressive headphone thing where I wear my headphones everywhere. Like when I go shopping and shit. And, um, what I do is, uh, I, I normally am listening to something, but even if I'm not, I keep them in. And if they're like, like I'll go to checkout line or whatever. And they'll be like, uh, sir, that paper of plastic. And I, like, I do the guessing game. Like well, I'm guessing what's coming out their mouth. So I was like, uh, sir, do you have the Vic card or whatever? I'm just like, yep, it got this. And they might be like asking like, how was my day? Or did I find everything? I'm like, found everything. Uh, here's my Vic card. My day is going fine. And then it's just like, all right. And they bleam that up. And then they'll be like, uh, paper pla- plastic. And then, <laughs> and then like only if, only if it seems like we're at an impasse where they're clearly not understanding what's happening, then I'll pull one headphone out and I do it like in a real passive aggressive, like, what the fuck do you want type of manner <laughs> to be like, oh, what, like what could be so important? It's just like, I just, well, just, uh, cucumbers are on sale. I'm like, yeah, I know they're on sale. I bought them. Exactly. Don't, don't talk yeah. to me. Yeah. I'm the this same is- way. And I catch the train to work. So I'm always with my headphones on a train too. And when somebody will talk to me, I try to do that like delayed, the delayed takeout of the headphones. Like, mm-hmm. what, huh? What, what, what you want? Just act totally surprised yeah. to put it back in. And every time they say something to me, I'm surprised every time. So it's like, right. huh, and, what's that? And it makes them feel stupid because <laughs> it makes them realize how fucking stupid the thing they're talking about is. Right. Because like, okay, have- now you've interrupted me. Let's this. hear what you have to say. And it's like, good weather we're having today? You just like, <laughs> yeah, that was really fucking important. Thank you. I didn't need to hear Kendrick Lamar for this. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> Um, right. and so I do love that. Like, I have one friend, um, my friend Damon, he like just doesn't care. Like <laughs> I come to the gym and I have my headphones in listening to music or a podcast or something. And he just has to talk before we play basketball. And, and me and Justin, we realized that it actually helps him to talk because he likes talking about people that he fired at work and shit. Oh. And he need to get it out of his system, man. Like we noticed that if we don't talk to him. He don't play good. So, <laughs> only for him will i be like all right let me take my fucking headphones off and listen to this bullshit. session yeah like but he you know he doesn't he don't even care because i've actually hit him with the like hey man um, i don't really care about this shit and he'll be like well i do and then he'll just keep telling me about that shit so i guess he figured it out but <laughs> well they don't well i well one thing i'm gonna push through right. <laughs> all right you you're you gonna get all this today all in my, my least favorite person is the person that goes what you listening to Nothing now, you don't dick. Know. You don't, especially if it's the black guy who tips. Right. I'm but around too many white people. For, for me, I'm like, <laughs> nothing. I'm listening to absolutely nothing now because I had to take my fucking headphones off to talk to you about it. <laughs> I was listening to something, and I actually don't give a fuck what your opinion is on the thing I'm listening to. Surprise. Right. Right, because some people are so fucking rude. I've had people do that to me before, and a lot of times I just say a podcast. Yeah, well, I I mean, it's it's, it's not at work anymore. I, I don't care what they think. I'll tell True. them. I'll tell them what I listen to. But uh, what's funny though is like people be like they try to guess like, oh, you listen to that new J Cole? No, <laughs> absolutely, I, I'm not. Absolutely not. Oh, why not? Because I think he's whack. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> they be like, yeah. what? No, man, fuck that, dog. You can't be. I'm like, now yeah. you started this, right? I, right. I was just listening to my business. I was minding my business. Nah, we ain't gonna have no. 
goddamn debate about some shit that i don't care about yeah i don't even really feel that j cole is whack but whatever you want me to listen to at that time it's whack now no so whatever <laughs> you you started this that dude that brought up did i listen to the new nas still haven't listened uh that no. was about three or four years ago he's like he wanted to have a nas versus jay-z debate and i was like um, nas, no. nas is terrible he makes me bored now and that that's the kind of thing that happens when you interrupt my headphone listening yeah we yeah we yeah we're not going through that conversation yeah jake on that way he just makes me sleepy um i know for me personally roger has to give i'm you know and i'm not i'm gonna kind of brag on myself i've gotten better no 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 huh i have gotten better no, you talked to that woman at the checkout line no 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 no. <laughs> no 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 i'm not talking about that i've gotten better as far as interrupting you when you listening to shit because i used to chili grape the fuck out of anything you was doing you gotten a little bit better yes you know? i have yeah i still i'll try to listen to podcast stuff with karen Mm-mm. in the car and then she just steamrolls right over that shit like <laughs> yep nope um but it's all good um so let's talk about news much stuff happened in the news um over the last few days and uh let's talk about it um there are there are only nine jobs where women out team uh, i mean out earn men oh can i guess uh sure okay okay uh teachers prostitution are you writing this down, Karen? Oh, oh, let me. Okay. Oh, you write it down. All right, teachers. What else did you have on the list? Prostitutes. Nursing. Yeah. Uh, nursing. Daycare center teacher person. Mm-hmm. Counselors. Daycare. Okay, counselors. Midwives. Well, that's well, listen the the title, but yeah, I do midwives, but midwives. Okay, midwives. Is there more? Shirley said porn. Porn. Okay. All right. Y'all ready? Mm, I think. Oh, did you want to guess more? Head, I'm sorry. Headdressers. Okay. Uh, uh, beauticians. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nail techs. Nail, come on, man. Uh, nail techs. These are some of these are close to the same. <laughs> I will give you credit for other beauty things. Okay. They all Wait, in- Joe Spacely said uh, dancers and quotes, dancers. Like strippers and shit. Okay, yeah. Okay. Anything else, guys, before we go? I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Yep. The first one is counselors. So y'all got that one right. Uh, uh, apparently, women counselors make forty two thousand three hundred forty nine dollars on average while men make forty two thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars on average yeah i need to listen a little bit more a fifty dollar pay difference number eight dishwashers nobody picked this one Mm -mm. but women dishwashers make seven hundred thirty two seven hundred three hundred and thirty two what am i saying seventeen thousand three hundred thirty two dollars annually for women while men make seventeen thousand three hundred and two dollars a thirty dollar difference oh how can you live off of that mm, well i don't know number seven transportation storage and distribution managers mm. Mm. uh women in the field are bringing in 100.5 cents for every 100 cents a man earns which adds up to about a two thousand uh no a two hundred dollar difference could we be traveling yeah, $52,259 a year for women, $52,017 for men. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I was, I worked in this field for transportation. Um, 
let's see what else we got here uh next special education teachers mm-hmm. did you guys say teachers, teachers. y'all did say uh-huh. teachers so special ed teachers though they make oh this is actually pretty good um they make uh about like eighty dollars more there you go yeah. good job ladies good because we like we will care for regular kids and we'll, we'll take extra care of special kids and men are like nah special kids y'all good well we saw what happened with that one video where they, uh, oh yeah they had to take yeah. care of the special if needs the, if that's the case ban the men because we, we we don't need the kids being um directly sent to the principal's office through the air yeah he uh he slid that kid out of his ass <laughs> yes he did <laughs> like get out of here little nigga oh actually it's about four hundred dollars difference that's pretty good a year i mean that's not bad mm-hmm. um let's see what else y'all are great at social and human service assistance mm. so y'all are good at being assistants um because uh, apparently that's all we good at thirty five thousand seven hundred sixty six dollars compared to thirty four thousand nine hundred sixty seven dollars um number four transportation security screeners tsa oh TSA. y'all make more well then okay we make more okay we about make- a thousand dollars a year more okay we make more not that there's more of us we just make more okay. the women in that field make more than the men in that field okay wholesale and retail baller uh retail buyers except farm products uh okay the, the the people that actually go out and like do all the purchasing for like large firms but like hey we want this in our particular area yeah that makes sense because women know women and truth be told women buy shit they buy a lot of shit number nine i mean number two cleaner and vehicles and the cleaner of vehicles and equipment cleaners uh, like cleaning up cars and uh, detail equipment. on them and stuff yeah i don't even thought about i that. rarely see women at car washes yeah <laughs> yeah i don't see them at the auto bail well they uh make about a little over a thousand dollars more per year than uh men who do similar things and last produce- maybe it's those naked car washes maybe mm. you know you got tip them mm-hmm. <laughs> and lastly producers and directors but they don't get the recognition. Who tell? Who told? Yeah. Who said me? We get the money, but no recognition. You won't win an Oscar, right. but you will be. Exactly. You will get some money. Right? Who made this lie up? And they earn about four thousand dollars more annually than their male counterparts on the average. But don't get no representation. Okay. Yeah. Well, the good news is uh, none of the sex stuff y'all had made it. No prostitutes. No <laughs> whores. No strippers. Yeah. No... That's because they didn't interview the right people. No dancers. Well, nah. I just think men probably make more than y'all. <laughs> you know what i they, mean they it's supply might. supply and demand you know yeah speaking of that speaking of which would you personally work as a brothel uh tester brothel tester what's that mm-hmm. yeah what is that uh well it's um web well there's a website that wants people to you know go to brothels and test them out a brothel is advertising for quality control testers to check the standards of their services. <laughs> a brothel in German, in the German capital of Berlin is looking for both men and women to check quality, cleanliness, and safe sex practices and to see that their brothels offer value for money. I'll go in with a clipboard while things are happening and, and look around and test and, you know, check off on the clipboard. That's that's what it looked like they, they want I don't want to do. partake. No, I don't want to partake. The advert appears on coughmeach.com, which translates to buymeat.com, a social media platform for sex workers, clients, brothels, and companies specializing in the erotic business. According to the advert, the job is for an international company with more than 120 workers in Japan. I mean, Germany, China, and Spain, not Japan. The ad... 
claims to want people with a university degree, preferably a degree in business, experience of brothels, and a full health certificate. A multilingual person is desired with knowledge of French, a particular advantage. That ain't me. The ad says practical experience with many years of brothel visits necessary. You should enjoy having fun with people and you should not be afraid of contact. So y'all gonna have to do some fucking. <laughs> Germany legalized pr- prostitution a, dirt, a decade ago, but it's still a hotly debated subject today. In 2009, Julius Dreyer and his two brothers who founded uh, com for sex workers uh, aiming to improve the profession by creating a market for independent prostitutes. Uh, Dreyer said, our vision is to see sex work as an equal and fully accepted part of society. We believe that all kinds of problems arise from sex workers being isolated and judged. Correct. I, 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 I approve of this. You do need secret shoppers. Mm-hmm. You do need people popping up going, uh-uh, uh-uh, something here not right and reporting it. Because that's how your standards are high and that's how they get good working environments. Like, that shit yeah. matters. And, you know, they don't have to be worried about fucking in the back of Jim Bob's car or or being out somewhere and getting they prostitutes being abused right getting their throat slit or or raped and shit like that because they're in an environment that if some shit happened your ass going to jail yeah i mean we inspect restaurants yes we do and people probably go in there and eat ass and pussy and all kinds (laughs) of stuff you should inspect that shit man ain't that the truth you can get sick you know stds i approve of this Mm -hmm. uh t-pain thinks Aaliyah's death is overhyped uh has overhyped her legacy and says that uh says she'd be compared to Beyonce if she was still alive. Wait, that seems like that seems like both things. All right, so <laughs> <clears throat> this is on NicoleBitchy.com. T Pain may be trolling or he's just being honest, but either way his comments of re- about Aaliyah recently are sure to cause some debate and controversy. After doing a series of videos proving that he can indeed sing without auto tune, we remember those. Uh, the Buy You a Drink crooner is back with a new mixtape called The Iron Way, which he recently debuted at a listening party. The 20-track 20 20 project features guest appearances from Lil Wayne, The Dream, Bun B, and some other names. However, one special guest feature who was billed but didn't make the cut was Aaliyah. While playing the Aaliyah-assisted track Girlfriends during the event, he revealed that he has received criticism from folks who think she, he deser- that he deserved Aaliyah's, who didn't think he deserved Aaliyah's vocals. He also claimed that Leah's legacy is overhyped because she passed away. First of all, let me say, I feel like this should all be auto-tuned, but whatever. <laughs> First of all, let me just say that a lot of people are pissed off about that for some reason. I'm seeing a lot of people directly say he doesn't deserve her vocals. So I'm trying to figure out what the fuck did I do? So what So what happened was they were doing a Leah X album and they came for me for a feature on the album. They had a bunch of sessions and unused tracks for her. So instead of being a dick and charging the shout, uh, the shit out of them, I was like, yo, just give me one of the sessions. And they were like, cool. We ain't got to pay. Right. It was just like a swap. I did a song for her album. They gave me one for mine. Uh, people tend to, I don't know, man, I'm not trying to discredit Aaliyah in any kind of way. By the way, you know, that's, that's like when Justin says no disrespect, like, you know, something bad about to happen. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to discredit Aaliyah in any kind of way, but you know how people, di- you know how sometimes people die. Yeah. You know somebody's an asshole their whole life, but when you go to their funeral, it's like, this guy was the greatest man ever. No, I'm just saying. 
i'm not saying it's Aaliyah, but it's like because she passed nobody is deserving nobody is good enough because she passed if she was still alive then everybody would be like oh she trying to be beyonce if she was still alive right now but now she that she's passed it's like nobody could be her nobody could be her that's just how i feel that's how people are man people talk people look for shit to talk about <clears throat> um so uh that was his statements um you know what i kind of agree with him i think Aaliyah I is Aaliyah is overrated <laughs> Yeah, um, and I think it's mostly because she died. And <laughs> Correct. Especially for people of a certain age. It's like she died at a time where, you know, you all you were kind of coming in your own. You identify right. with her music. Um, and then it's just like, boom, she dead. Right. And some people really might like, like her and enjoy her music and stuff like that. But she was always an okay artist. I do like certain shit that she's done and stuff like that. But people got to realize that she similar to Beyonce she did bad movies and bad acting and all that shit but that's kind of glossed over when people want to encapsulate her quote unquote short career well also I mean them fucking Timberland beats ain't hurt no they didn't you know yeah and I don't I don't think she was all that either <clears throat> I think we like how you talked about music in the past that you tend to overhype what you liked when you were younger right. now how she would have translated into now and if she would have still had the same producers and you know all I mean look at Usher he was the shit back in the day now not mm-hmm. so much because he hasn't he hasn't developed and 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 gone into what we listen to now and what we like so yeah who he, knows what she would have been now correct mm-hmm. i do agree with you what you're saying about usher some of the older artists like that came up with was kids a lot of them hadn't evolved and they hadn't adapted evolved, and adjusted yeah. and changed to what's hot now and mm-hmm. for a lot of artists, they keep putting out shit and nobody's buying it and they don't Mm-mm. understand why. you like, uh, because the standards have changed, dog. You can't smack auto-tunes on anything and expect people to just go buy that shit no more. Like, them days is over. And it's almost like they want to stay pure to their original sound. It's like, no, right. you might need to get on some, you know, mustard on the beat. Like, you may need to get those new producers and what people are listening to now because you going to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis from back in the day, right. ain't nobody checking for that sound no more. No, they not. But you- they want to stay like, no, nah, I'm going to stay true to me. Okay, you're going to be broke true to you. Right. <laughs> right. And, and just like our mothers and fathers, guess what? Niggas, we getting old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we getting old, and as we get old, you know, we support shit, but, you know, more younger people buy shit, and they don't give a fuck about our old-ass music. That's why you hear the, the, uh, Boys to Men, uh, Ja Rule, uh, parties, uh, that be coming to your town on Groupon for buy one, get one <laughs> half off, and you wonder why. That's because people don't care anymore. Yeah. Nope. I just think, um, it's kind of funny because T-Pain, was like killing the game with his auto tune and shit but i mean you can make the same argument that he's overrated and maybe right. people maybe people are just looking at him as like not you you know what i'm saying like they might just feel like he hasn't done enough to have Aaliyah's vocals but you know i i still think he's mostly right just that her her she's overrated now i mean he should have took the money that's what mm. i would have done uh trevor noah speaking of taking the money uh, I don't think we got to talk about it on the show, really, but he, um, you know, he got the Daily Show job first, which was cool, you know, black dude, and then vid- immediately people start being like, oh, now nah, I don't like it. Um, <clears throat> he tweeted shit, like, at this point, four years ago, three, four years ago, uh, when, he first, when he got on Twitter, <clears throat> people went through some of his tweets and found, like, six of them that were, quote-unquote, problematic, uh, which is everybody's favorite word. 
Um, and um, he and and to me, the tweets are more just like hack shit that people throw out from time to time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how fresh he was as a comedian at the time. I think he's something like thirty-one now. So, you know, he was younger when he did this. Um, so he tweeted out, "Here's there's six tweets that Gawker went and found." By the way. If you can only find six tweets, hire that dude. Because if someone's a comedian and all you can find is six tweets out of the thousands of shit, like, they're probably okay. Right. As opposed to, like, you know, like, if someone's like, yeah, we went through Artie Lang's Twitter feed and uh, it was too many to count, but don't hire him, you know? So uh, here's the ones that they had problems with. Messi, who's a um, uh, soccer player. Messi gets the ball and the real players try to foul him. But Messi doesn't go down easy, just like Jewish cheeks. I mean, Jewish chicks. Hashtag El Clasico. Um, I'm watching Olympic hockey. I'm mean, Olympic Olympic women's hockey. It's like lesbian porn without the porn. Hashtag in love. Uh, he also put. Uh, so I must make my oh Uberfax. He retweeted Uberfax. Uberfax says the more you fear something, the better. The bigger it appears. And so he responded. So I must make uh, my woman fear my penis and of course people are like well that just means he's gonna rape him like that's not what he said but okay uh another person said uh x let's see exo lisa dashana says king fed hashtag wimbledon <clears throat> and she says i think i saw a fat lady starting to sing and he replied your adele jokes are not funny uh trevor noah also said oh yeah the weekend people are gonna get drunk and think i'm sexy fat chicks everywhere he put a hot woman a hot white woman with an ass this is from 2011 now a hot white woman with an ass like a unicorn even if you do see one you'll probably never get to ride it um, <laughs> another one he put uh the jews don't trust them but what can you do uh we'll see what else he had um and all this is a boy Ooh, they don't do they know what offensive is right well these are the ones that you know and i feel like people are gonna this is this is just the vetting process of that political arena of trying to do political comedy especially from the left is you're gonna have to go through the you know you have to go through the whole thing man people are gonna be like have you ever said anything that was not cool and they found the six things that he said and um and you know basically we're like should he get this job or not some people wanted comedy central to come get him and like not let him do it but here's the thing about it um there's been a lot of think pieces and stuff written it's not a lot of people correct and it's and it's funny because i think these stories get generated into you know these giant like oh my god look at this giant story is happening but it's actually not a giant story it's actually a very small story there they found like seven people who were mad on twitter and used their tweets and quotes to be like trevor noah he got guys go people want him off the air and like like, you know if you click on the individual tweets in the article it's like well this person six people yeah they retweeted this yeah they got an egg they got eight followers it's like no and 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 outrage is when uh trevor martin dies and you have billions of people tweeting like that's not it's not that's not the same like it's not even on the same level where you can't even get on twitter like twitter like almost shut down from people just they're outraged and they're angry and shit like that it is not the same yeah um so a couple things happened after this um 
you know because everybody's all like the outrage the outrage culture and it's like nobody really seems that fucking outraged but okay um so Patton oswald uh defended trevor noah in uh at least that's the title of every article i read <laughs> that was like Patton oswald defends trevor noah he's defending him but if you read the whole it was like a 53 tweet like joke basically and if you read it it's not really a defense of the dude um it just ends with him saying welcome to comedy in 2015 trevor noah mm-hmm. which i think you know um i think his his point was valid you know what i mean if you look at it that way he says um tweet number one of 53 question why did the man throw their star excuse me <coughs> their star is after all the words so like man star throw like asterisk you know uh to, to let you know that he will be explaining these things later so it says, why did the man star throw star at butter star out of the window star question mark uh, answer? Uh, he wanted to see star butter fly star. So simple joke, you know, not that funny. Like, like a joke like, that kids told you. Right. Like a standard knock knock joke. Right. So then he says, uh, he goes on to elaborate man in my previous tweet should not be construed as privileged misogynist or anti-trans. Three out of 53, nor should there be any assumption of said man's race or religion. It could be an African-American man, Asian, or anyone. Four out of 53. Or the vast multicultural mosaic, uh, mosaic, uh, which makes, uh, which make up the world we live in today. Man was simply an archaic placeholder for the, um, and, you know, continues to go on, right? Um, and my favorite part is when he breaks it down, he's like, um, problematic, problematic, problematic. Cause he said, those are, that's a word that everybody likes using in these mm-hmm. rants. Correct. Um, <laughs> um, and to me, like I said, I found it to be funny and I found it to be poignant because I do think we're at a point where everybody does kind of overanalyze comedy to the detriment of comedy to, to a large part. Um, right. I'm not saying that there's never been a valid criticism and he didn't say that either. He's mm-hmm. been, he's critic been critical of different things and he said he's learned different things. Like I think he says he doesn't do rape jokes anymore and stuff like that. But, um, you know, there's, there's different levels to it and there's a certain level of criticism where people do find it to be tedious and not, um, you know, not that funny. And everybody draws a line at different places. And he was trying to take like a very simple joke and then complicate it and be like, you know, people do this all the time. And this is what's going to be waiting for Trevor Noah when he's on the Daily Show. That's that's the way I took it. Right. Every day. Yeah. You know, because like when he goes on, he, like one of the things he says, uh, he's talking. Uh, oh, he said, and the choice of butter as the object being thrown was in no way to it. An insult <laughs> to those that are strict lacto vegan uh, on a strict lacto vegan diet or anyone who may be lactose intolerant might know uh, might know someone who is lactose intolerant or know someone who is ka to vegan or uh may meet someone of those two persuasions anytime in the future also butter does not mean the joke teller is unaware of or insensitive to the abuses of our current factory farming dairy system including neglect of an- animals or additions of hormones pesticides or other contaminants also please accept this preemptive apology if the word butter was a trigger for any time in the past the joke recipient may have been called a butter face or know someone who was insulted in such a fashion aesthetic shaming is real and bullying hurts us all also again privilege what else oh yes 
Uh, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I thought it was fucking brilliant, man. Um, I thought it was too. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, um, like, uh, I was listening to Twib and, you know, Elon, he, you know, he didn't like it. I was yeah. like, what? what yeah. Talk? And he goes, good. yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, I've listened to Twib where they've had people do that shit. Like, I think Amani said, uh, oh fuck off to something one time and someone wrote them a little literally wrote them like on twitter like you know you guys are shaming masturbation when you say <laughs> fuck off and it's just like we all rolled our eyes like okay for real this is the uh, and i think that's all Pat and oswald was saying is that it can get to that level where someone is being hypercritical of a joke and you're like that's not right and I think only because the headline tells you this is a defense of Trevor Noah is the reason that people go, yep, uh-huh, see, he, he, he's wrong. Those Trevor Noah jokes weren't those kind of jokes. And it's like, I don't think he's defending him. I think he's just being like, this is what it is now, dog. Get used to it. So anyway. It is. Everybody's offended about everything now. And, it, and it's, it's like, but you weren't offended about that other thing that was said because it doesn't apply to you. Right. right. Or you don't care you, enough. Well, mm-hmm. I just think. I think the truth of the matter is everyone has their lines and their limits. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that they don't recognize that different people have different limits. So there's some people that, you know, like I said, I listen to Twib and I think, you know, they do a great job and uh, of seeing a lot of different perspectives with their, not just their comedy, but just, you know, just their, the totality of what, their product, you know? Correct. But every once in a while, there will be someone that just replies to them where I'm just like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like you, you know, like really. So now they, you know, you don't want them to be able to say, I don't know what the word is. Like they said, you know, Hey, this was fun. And then someone writes in like fun is a shaming word for people that don't have fun all the time because fun is a thing that, that and, and, and I roll my eyes like, all right, <laughs> you know, like if, if, if that's, if that's the thing you want to do, that's fine. But you know, and it's up to, yeah, I personally am not going to give a fuck about this. Nope. And everybody is guilty of that everybody everybody has a time where they got called out or they heard someone's complaint of something and then they just went yeah that's that's not something i like that's too much right mm-hmm. and it comes a time where the person that tells the joke is not the problem you are right. and people don't want to admit there's people out there with no goddamn sense of humor so nothing's fucking funny people don't want to admit that either there's some people where anything anything <laughs> ever said ever like you just can't say that and you got to go no 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 Fuck you. You're not going to ruin everybody's fun because you're the one asshole that just doesn't get the goddamn joke. Yeah. Or doesn't want to get it. You right. Know? Which is your right. But it's also my right to ignore you or just not believe that your issue is that important. Correct. It depends on the issue and how you explain it and shit. <clears throat> anyway, Dame Dash uh, apparently is having some issues with his uh, <laughs> with his ex-wife um rap mogul dame dash ex-wife had the cops waiting for him at his house because her kid has been awol from school and she claims that there's a more serious issue he's an abusive stoner with a history of domestic violence ain't this same dude on radio yeah dame dash he's a boss um (laughs) oh like and now he he got he messed himself up because i listened to that whole thing the mm -hmm. whole like thing from hot 97 or whatever with charlamagne the god Mm -hmm. and he said only have women working with you don't have no man working for you that's how they do it in harlem Mm -hmm. and now look what happened you got women working for you and now you all messed up i'll figure as a harlem type of nigga this wouldn't be a problem (laughs) but you know men don't talk about other men and i don't want to be a chatty patty but i feel like i feel like this this is how he fucked himself over 
um according to court documents dash's ex fashion designer rachel roy wants his visitation rights taken away because she says he's an unfit father the daughters ava and Tallulah. uh damon says uh damon says she's using the kids as pawns and this is some kind of power play on his ex's part but he's not specific as to what he believes she wants from him what is he ever uh he posted a video sh- showing the lapd waiting for him last week saying that this is just a harassment on her part Roy makes other claims as well in her doc saying Dash kidnapped their daughter from a nail salon. He says she's ridiculous because he's her dad and it's not kidnapping. Um, but, uh, and, and I don't think we played it on the show, but here's a, a clip of the interview. Talking about you name one of them that put their own dough up. You know, a boss, you're only the boss if you put up your own money. If you don't put up your own money, I don't care how much somebody gives you, you're nothing but a supervisor. It's not true. <coughs> So how much money can you get paid to not? I, there's no money in this world for someone to pay me so they could call me, so I could call them a boss. That's like calling somebody daddy. That's how can a man call another man? Yo, that's my boss. We don't do that. I mean, everybody at some point no, has to have don't. a boss, right? No, not in Harlem. Oh, okay. Put it like this. Because you're somebody's boss. No, I'm not somebody's boss. I, I'm. When I was in the street, mm-hmm. it, someone wasn't your boss. They gave you an opportunity. Okay. They gave you some work. You go make it. And then you bring it back. You can go buy your own work. You do whatever you want. It's called consignment. So why this can't be all work? This corporate America, we could be using this. You don't this. own it. But I'm telling you, why. I'm telling you why. I'm telling you why. Question, question. Let me ask you a question. Can you give it to your son? Can I give what to my son? Whatever you want. this company, I absolutely positively can. How? Right, because I own shares of this company. You bought them? Yes. What I'm saying is, can your son eat? Is this yours to give the whole company this to you? Company is I'm not asking my son's, no. Exactly. It's not mine. But can, I wait, stop. Listen. Listen. That's not my question. If your son needs a job here, can you give it to him? No. No. If your son needs to get some money out the bank from here, some cash flow, can he get it? <coughs> no. All right. You don't own this. But I can stop. take the, I can take the money you. from here to invest in no, myself. No, it's not yours. I'm not going to fight for something I don't own. Men don't do that. I don't fight for other n****s. I fight for me. I'm not a doula. I'm not going to build somebody else's company and then take shares so my son can go all that. But I'm not no, listen, listen, though. what I'm saying. But what about taking I'm the money? You come to work every you took day. The money from Def Jam. I didn't take it. Stop. Don't say you're speaking my business and you don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I take. Um, now, here's my thing. If a man want to go pick up his kids and he can't, is he still a boss? Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you uh, pick your kids up? I mean, in Harlem or anywhere, then just take your kids like you want to. You don't have custody? Is that does that make you a boss? Just want to know. Nope. You ain't no boss. I mean, I'm just saying. How you gonna give something to your son? You can't come get your son. It seems. He gotta slip it through the doggy door. Yeah. <laughs> Seem kind of ironic. Shout out to the um dudes that uh work for him that are in there listening to him saying that he's not their boss. Right. They sounded, dumb. they sounded dumb. Every time they talk, I'm like, I want to give them a stop talking card. Just stop, please. <laughs> because if you're not a boss, where are you? If you're directing and telling somebody what to do, you're in some form of a managerial or management position, so you're still somebody's boss. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, it's consignment on the streets, Karen. No, I know what a consignment is. That consignment right. shop, that ain't the same. All right, it's consignment on the streets, though, so it's different. No money from Def Jam. What you talking about? What I mean, about? take, I mean, they cut you a no, check. No, they didn't cut me a check. We had a formula based on performance, and they calculated, and we got paid. That's and they us. stop. That's not us. That's what we No, doing. no. We, listen, before we, we had rock Pause it. We put up. Mm-hmm. They cut, they, they gave, if they gave you money, right, they cut you a check. Mm-hmm. for your services right but they weren't his boss though they just do the distribution 
you know, so it's not like they actually tell him what to do. You know? I think he was saying it was a partnership. Yeah, it was. it's a partnership. He was going into it. Up our own money for Rockefeller, right? Okay. Then we sold half of it. We became partners. So that means no one gave us anything. We were 50-50 partners. We built something and sold it. That doesn't mean you work for somebody. See, they let you believe that. So then what happened was, based on a formula, you know what a formula is? It was profit times a certain number. So if you make this much profit times seven, that's how much your, your number is. Okay. Based on that formula, they bought the rest. That's it. That's not nobody giving me money. I never worked for them. I put, I put up way more money than Def Jam put up. Me, Biggs, and Jay put way more money up in, in, into Def Jam. I mean, rather into Rockefeller than Def Jam. All they did was collect our money. What you mean? Why do you think Def Jam, they, first of all, <coughs> when we were with Def Jam, they were bought by Universal. How you going to call Def Jam? How you going to think of someone that's bought by someone could be someone's boss? That's my point. You have to... I mean, but, so then does that make the person that bought them your boss? Or, <coughs> I'm just... So big fish eat little fish, right? Understand what you're doing in business because you got to do what's best for your kids. What's best for your kids is to put your money into something, distress, go through all of it, so when your child becomes a man, he doesn't have to work for nobody. Right, well, that's the you can just pass it to him. Now you talk about so, so, and, so you're going to work 20 years in a business or 15 years in a business every day over and over again, and your son can't <laughs> work here whenever he feels like it? You clowning well, me. I don't want him to work But that's, that's me. I'm not saying you, if you owned it. Wait a second. I'm if, here because time I out. I don't need a check. That's here. stupid. You that's should like be. Time out. Because he's nope. doing it. Not because he wants a check. You're wrong. I'm here because I like the check. Wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. You're lying. I'm not sure. I don't need a check. Before you lose your control, just stay focused. So listen to me. I'm working because I enjoy Why don't you listen? I'm working for free. Who could work? Would you ever enjoy being a slave? I'm not. It's not a God damn. Mmm. He was clowning them. He was clowning. Them. So I felt so bad for them. Yeah, that's that hot fire um ignorance right there. Like that's <laughs> like that's when you can't argue with somebody because they will out ignorant you. Right. So, so you raising your voice and losing your temper, it's not gonna help because mm -mm. it's like he just out ignorance. Like his yeah, ignorance he, level is like super saying right, right now. Right. And you're like, you know what? I'm I'm not I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Like he, he called you a slave. Like damn. Slave. This is what I enjoy. I don't think I it's a slavery game. Do you have I to come to work today? Do you have a choice? Do you have to ask somebody when you have to? Yes, you do. I don't. Or you're fired. Can somebody tell tell you you fired? Don't. Can somebody tell you you fired? Yes or no? So if somebody tell you fired, guys, you're you're a slave. Remember all the slaves that got fired back in the day? Slaves don't get fired. Like, oh man, Master Johnson laid me off today, bro. Yeah, Shit, I'll, they would have loved to have been laid off and, and let free. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Be Can free? They had layoffs at the plantation today. <laughs> yeah. And, I go uh, to the cubicle plantation every Monday. Right. <laughs> it's tough you out there. Absolutely. No one can tell me that. And I, that's what I, that's priceless to me. But I'm here because I, I don't enjoy. care. You enjoy I having enjoy a man it. be able I to tell you but, but, but you enjoy, okay, check. let me ask you a question. So you being selfish. Do you think your son enjoys you calling somebody else a boss? Don't you think your son would rather wake up with you and you could pick him up from school instead of having to do a nine to five? <laughs> but he can't pick him up from school. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can't go get your son you can't go get your because kid. you're not supposed to be seeing your kids. Here's my question, too. Like, so does your son know that you call your dad daddy? Because you got a dad. Now, how you think your son feel when you when he got a granddad? You just gonna call another man daddy because he your father and he raised you? 
Ooh. how your son gonna learn to respect you like that that's crazy <laughs> don't you think yeah but don't I you have to wake up it's four in the morning don't you think your son would love if his name was up there dash or whatever your last name is instead of somebody else's it's my pride is in my children like look what i'm doing right now look at my son i taught my son never to have a boss he's 23 he owns a restaurant he has cookies he has equity he, he pulled them cookies out bro <laughs> Like yeah. a champ. Like With a champ. rapper rattling in the background. Yeah. See these right. cookies on. Hey, you know what, man? Now I realize he was right the whole time. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't know he had props. Uh, once you pull out some cookies, that's the end of discussion. Bust his ass so he can pass it on to his son. If that's not what you hustling for, you're selfish. What? You keep saying I. I'm worried about my kids. You worried about you. My kids are good. How they my good? Kids Your kids good. aren't going to be kids. I feel like so I'm in the Def Jam boardroom and backstage. The kids, they're not supposed they're to work. I'm saying when they men, you're work. supposed to pass they're them something. You're working for another they're man. Worried about, they're worried about their... See, to they're me, this is what we're talking about. I feel like I'm in Def Jam boardroom. This is not backstage. Everybody cool out for a second. But Dan, I'm going to ask you a question. Your business, man. What's wrong with taking the money from here and investing it into into other stuff that we own? My chocolate chips, son. Shout out, yeah, shout, shout out to uh, a hard dude talking yeah. about chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. He said, "Oh, chocolate chip, delicious." Like, yo, mm. you got the mint chocolate, the mint, the <laughs> yeah. mint Girl Scout son. Yo, these chips. Give me about five boxes, dog. Yo, man, these these joints is delectable, son. Yeah. <laughs> I dip, I dip them bitches in milk. Yeah. Is this some? You is got this... that? You got that coconut milk? Yeah. That skim. Yo, is these pecans, yo? Mm. It's good. It's good, B. Like I'm in Def Jam's boardroom. This is not backstage. Everybody cool out for a second. But Dan, I'm going to ask you a question. Ask your business, man. Absolutely. By the way, shout out to Angela Yee for selling out the whole interview with, can I have a cookie? She's like, look uh, what y'all talking this about. This dude is belittling your coworkers. She don't give a fuck. I know, man. Women ain't shit, man. Y'all really ain't shit. Y'all sold that man out. Y'all yeah. got, you, she was just like, yeah. mm, cookies. I wasn't paying attention to any of this right. shit. Right. Y'all dick swinging, not me. Like, <laughs> like y'all ain't, y'all having a pissing contest. I'm good. She's like, I just want to get my check. I'll, right. Y'all got milk too while you at it? I'll call somebody the boss. Just give me my check and let me get some new cookies too. That's why he said he could work with women. <clears throat> He'd rather work with women because she's saying dumb stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Women don't have fucking egos about it like us. Like, like to be honest, if someone did this same type of interview, uh, like on our show, um, I probably would just hang up on them. But if they right. were say they were yeah. in the house and we couldn't just hang up on them, because you own your own show, right? Rod. Right. I'd be like, you gonna fire me? You, you the boss? You the um, boss? You don't gotta check in with nobody except for Cam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except for Cam. Um, but no, I would see just, women still involved in the process. But if somebody pulled that shit though, I do feel like the most most men our ego is gonna be like insecure about like oh you're talking about me like you know i go to work and you know that i have a boss and you know i can get fired from here so you're saying i'm not a man but the point is like who gives a fuck if dame dash thinks you're a man or not right He's dame dash mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, i don't I mean but they i guess him and envy are friends in real life so that's his fault i don't want that kind of friend all right you know how many times i <clears throat> you know how many times i ignore justin when we say some stupid shit on here <laughs> We we all know, right? right? We know. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is stupid. Anyway, what's wrong with taking the money from here and investing it into your into other stuff that we own? <laughs> chocolate <laughs> I can't get over that. Give me yes. them chocolate chips, nigga. Oh, deep. Thank you. Everybody, eat a cookie. Listen, cool out for a second. Let me get eat them, a cookie. Get the macadamia nuts. <laughs> you got them sugar cookies, dog. Right. I like sugar cookies. Right. 
Jesus. You got them lemon, lemon flavor. Right. I'm not mad. <laughs> the mentality is this. It's frustrating because you're on the radio. I just don't think you can be a hard nigga and eat cookies. That's just all it is. <laughs> Crunching and like, melting. It don't matter. It what don't about matter. When, when the crumbs fall, like you be like, "Draw up, son." Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter how many people you kill, man. It just there's no tough way to be like, mm, "Thin mints." You know what I mean? Oh, how about the crumbs fall on you? You got to brush them out. Go, pause, son. Pause. Right. Pause. Pause. He was doing. He was doing a lot of that shit too. When this message is crazy to me, you're saying because you enjoy music or being a, a DJ, you enjoy having a boss. If you enjoy being a DJ, just why don't you own your own radio station and then do oh, okay. your own radio station you so your son can just get on anytime he wants. They should let him teach econ. It seems like, <laughs> seems like he could just go to class and save everybody some time. What you need a degree for, son? Right. You in here trying to learn and shit? This is a Come waste on. of an investment. Yeah. You just go out there and start being a lawyer. Why you gonna come to school and have a teacher teach you? How you gonna call your teacher a teacher? We don't do that shit in Harlem. What's your, th- what is your, what does your son think about you having to get a degree so you can call yourself a doctor. Mm. You just going to get a degree and learn all this medical shit so you can be a doctor. Just go into, start your own operating table and start <laughs> operating on niggas, man. That's what I do. Call the assignment. There's a knife right here, surgeon. You're mm-hmm. a surgeon now. Invest in yourself. You get a uh, profit times a certain number. <laughs> times time seven. And when he said times seven, I think he meant 70%. Yeah, because it doesn't just multiply it by you, something to make it higher. I immediately was like, this nigga don't got no degree. You can't <laughs> multiply profit times a percent and get paid because then the investor is losing the money. That doesn't even fucking make sense. He said times seven. How you, where are you getting a multiple of seven? Yeah. You mean 70% is your share? Are you saying Maybe? you get a seventh? Or is, 0.07%? That yeah. sounds more like it. Is it divided seven. divided seven ways? Like, <laughs> I don't get the point of that. That didn't. Yeah, I was listening to that shit like, yeah, that don't make. Times you know, seven, huh? And whatever it is, the formula's not that. I don't know what the formula is. <laughs> but he that. Yeah, it's a formula. He said, he said, I'm going to hit him with a formula and they're going to get lost. Right. Mm-hmm. No. A formula. <laughs> he said formula, by the way. He said it more than once. Yeah. I picked that. He was like, it's a formula. I was like, a formula? Okay. okay. Spell that. There's no steps to it because I do it. So you enjoy the safety and the security of a job every day. But there's no pride in that to me. Right. My sp- you niggas, like, y'all probably depend on seeing y'all kids every day. Y'all, y'all probably like... Y'all have, probably can see your kids, don't got a restraining order. You know right. how they do in Harlem. You probably go, go home and see your wife and shit. That, that ain't no pride in that to me. Son Hank takes pride. My kids take pride in the fact that I have dash motors. And because I have that, my son said I'm not gonna ever have a boss. Well, I just realized that the tie the cookie label says C H I P Z chips. <laughs> come on. Oh Dang. Come on. That's the name of the cookie place? That's the name of the cookies. <gasps> chips. Oh. What is he? What is he? It's just about changing mentality. Now, let me ask you a question. There's millions of people out there that don't have that opportunity and all have, have the opportunity. a boss every day. So you're basically saying because they have a boss, there's no pride in it? I think because people on the radio tell people it's okay to have a boss. They don't understand. People on the radio have... tell us. Yeah, people okay. on the radio. Nobody else. Okay. That's where all we right. get it from. He just basically want to take a shot at Envy, be like, you on the radio. So I'm talking about you more. And because of the direct-to-consumer relationship, the internet, there's no excuse. So... When I make a movie like Los Sides, I don't have to ask if I could put Daniel in a movie. I just do it. I had to ask if I could put... Wait, wait, hold on. I had to ask if I could put Cameron 
and paid it for. Okay. I don't have to ask no more. You understand? There's pride in that. It's just a pride you should have in ownership. It so how do you get to that platform? How do you get to the platform? By putting the... your own money up and investing in yourself. That's it. You flip. And getting a good woman. And stop trusting dudes. And stop. Uh, uh oh. I think you skipped a step. Yeah, your good woman uh, did not. Uh, she's got that restraining order, dog. Police is waiting on you. That's it. You flip. And getting a good woman and stop trusting dudes and stop worrying about other people's pockets and what other people have and what other people can do for you. And nine to fives aren't good because you look, you hustling for a weekend. But when you do something that's for yourself and your family, it never feels like work. I hustle for my, I hustle for my last name. I don't hustle for my first. Things that sound smart. Like I said, man, that's one of those things where I saw people tweeting it. And sending links to it and be like, yo, he got a point and all this shit. And I was just like, no. I hate that he's talking so slow so that you have to keep paying attention. It's almost like he got a congregation. Like, we got to sit there and keep listening and talking. I'm just saying, because if the boss and you got to have, I don't want to hear you. He needs a card, a stop talking card. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you get to the fucking, Ah. um, if you can get to like a certain sentence or phrase, people will think you're smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be saying whatever the fuck you want, but, and you can be wrong as fuck, you know, like, oh, jobs are stupid and, you know, you're going to do this and you're going to do it. But then he always brings it back to like, so you're going to do a job for money? <laughs> and that's supposed to be like, oh, damn. You did. Never deep. thought of it that way. <clears throat> oh, so you think, it's, you think you're supposed to take care of your kids because they came out of you? That's why? <laughs> That's why you doing it? Okay. <laughs> but then I, my other thing too is whenever he gets stumped with a question, he just turns to another person in the room and asks them a dumber question. Oh. Cause somebody will be like, "Hey man, so um, if you never had a boss, then um, why did you have to get invested so you could do this movie? Uh, it sounds like you didn't put up the most money." And then he'll just turn to another person and be like. So we supposed to be talking about men or we supposed to be talking about business? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking? Answer the question. <laughs> yep, that's the derail. That's a valid question. You said you had to put up all the money or it's not your fucking uh, investment or you got he a got boss. He got talking points. He got talking points. He good, man. I see how <laughs> he, he got beat. talking points. That's how he beat Bill O'Reilly, man. Like he, he already knew what to do. He was like, all I got to do is say something crazy, call him mad and frustrate the fuck out of him. And I'll win the debate, man. Um, Those guys were too caught up in defending themselves and, and protecting their ego. I wanted somebody to ask him about Stacy. What does he think about Stacy? That's what I've been and, wanting to know for years now. I want to know what he think about Stacy and her Republican. Is that a Harlem thing? Her right. Republican agenda? Like, how did you let that happen, bro? <laughs> like, that's your family. She a woman, though. She a woman, though. The woman do what they want. She a woman. Yeah. Um, and, that, and I, I mean, it's good. It's good TV. Or a good radio, so I, I get why they let it happen. But, um, you know, when he went on uh, Bill O'Reilly, that was the peak of his the impact. superpowers. Here's a clip. Segment tonight, last week, the principal of John Reynolds Elementary School in Philadelphia, Salome Thomas L., told us he believes gangster rap music is extremely harmful to his inner city students. So we decided to get Grammy-nominated Cameron, who raps about pimping and bitches and among other things, <laughs> and rapper. Him being in bitches and other things? No, he talks about pimping and bitches. Oh, pimping and bitches pimping and other and things. Bitches. Not, Not pimping. A, pimping. Pimping and bitches and other things. Uh, yeah. oh, among other things. 
Harlem world. Producer Damon Dash, co-founder of Rockefeller Records, together with Mr. Thomas L., who joins us now from Philly. Oh. And here they I feel so bad for Mr. Thomas L., or whatever, because he's <laughs> like a serious Negro that probably... Come here for this. Yeah, he has a degree in talking about this. He's like, I, I majored and got my master's in African-American studies. Um, that look like a before and after picture. This video looked like a before and after. <laughs> you all are. Now we're going to have a nice, intelligent discussion here, gentlemen, and I'm going to moderate this discussion. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Got it. Yeah, you know. What you do? What you talk about? You know, like you do. Oh man, I don't know. Let me go back to that. Well. Um, yeah, records together with Mr. Thomas L., who joins us now from Philly. Oh. And here they all are. Now, we're going to have a nice, intelligent discussion here, gentlemen. And I'm going to model. Oh, for the record, Thomas L., the black dude, no facial hair. He looks like he's never listened to rap a day in his life. Great, <laughs> this discussion. Pimping and bitches. Uh, um, yeah, you know. Pimping and bitches. You got it in your record <coughs> purple haze right here. But anyway, let Mr. <laughs> Thomas L. direct his questions, and then you guys can answer. And you can ask him questions or whatever you want. Go ahead, sir. Uh, yes, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, how are you? Um, good, good, good. I, I'm a big fan of yours. I uh, grew up on hip hop. Thank you. Um, sir. I'm a little older, so, you know, I was a Run DMC fan, KRS One. Yes, uh, but I'm always promoting the positive rap. I mean, Jay Z's an ex. Now, he lied when he said he was a big fan of Cameron, but uh, he sounded like he does heard some hip hop in his life. His voice, the way mm. he say things. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, you can tell that he code switch real quick. <laughs> Cause like he probably was, he probably be on Bill O'Reilly for other shit where he's like, well, you know, the youth need to. Pimping and bitches. Need to. And now he's all like, pimping and bitches. Yeah, buddy. he's like, hey, listen, son. Listen, B. I'm from Harlem as well. Harlem on a ride. West 44th Street. You know how we do. Um. <laughs> An example of someone who's a, has, has a start his own label, who's an entrepreneur. So always promoting that with my young people. But um, I spoke to some students today in preparation for our conversation tonight, and they were just so excited about the fact that I will be conversating with you guys. But oh. also began to talk about... Uh, Did he just hit that conversating note? <laughs> oh. It to the next level. Oh, man. You were so close. Oh, you can't say conversating, dude. Um, the impact of the, uh, of the, the rap business on uh on our young people and, and many of them talked about how they they understand that it's to sell records and and it's uh you know for promotion but there are many young people who are affected by the lyrics by the example the videos they talk by the way this is the longest bill o'reilly's ever let a black person talk <laughs> ever about how ludicrous many of them knew about a video that ludicrous has where they're strippers and and lap dances and those kinds of things and these are 11 12 13-year-old students who are very aware of what goes on. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were on um, whether you thought you really had an impact on the lives of young people and whether you thought it was negative or positive. Cameron, why don't you go ahead? Um, at the end of the day, yeah, you got an influence on it, but so do movies. Like with me, I'm just an author. So what you do is what I do is I write what goes on in the ghetto. I'm not a liar. So if what I tell you goes on in my album, that's what goes on in the streets of Harlem. Now I'm like a reporter. You look at the news, you don't get mad at the person reporting the news. A lot of influence, I think, go to movies. A lot of people look at the movies and then they react. The kids that killed them kids and where was that, Dame? Like Columbine. 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 Yeah. yeah, you feel what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. they were listening to rap at all. I think that was <laughs> more like a... You feel me, You feel what I'm saying, though? I'm an author and a reporter. Yeah, the black dude the black dude's like, I do feel what you're saying. 
jump off, you know, like. What if, what if, uh, what if an 11-year-old kid imitates you, Cameron? What if he uses four-letter words and um, he develops uh, a... Oh, you mean my son? Oh. Lifestyle based upon the street. He gets tattooed. He gets all this... Okay, you, yeah, well, let me just say and then you can jump in. Do you feel badly about that? No, I don't. Can I, can I maybe interject? If an 11-year-old were, were to imitate Cameron, what they would be doing is becoming the CEO of their own company, controlling their own destiny, taking a bad situation and making it good. Um, he has a, a, a record company. He sold a lot of records. He's acted in movies. I, I feel like he's a positive. Also. He has a cologne. I, a, a, I have a clothing line. He's an entrepreneur. You know what I'm talking about, Dan. Well, no, he's an entrepreneur by his own if, right. If you have a child who is uh, unsupervised and, and then Mr. Thomas L. has to try to um, teach, right. and he's using four-letter words inappropriately, he's dressing inappropriately, he doesn't have value of education, well, then that kid's Meanwhile, the music you hear in the background, they're showing a video of Cam dancing with strippers and shit. Trouble. Who's to say what's inappropriate as far as dressing goes? But on another level, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was determinated, he was shooting up half the, half of everyone's sight. It's a cartoon, though. It's this is a, more the real. Term, oh, the Terminator is not a cartoon. This, so, wait, hold this on, is real, though, isn't it? Well, In no. My life, everybody's rap is This is real. real. It's not a. It's not a Terminator cartoon. All right, Mr. Thomas L. What else do you want to ask these guys? You didn't let me finish. Well, that, wasn't, that wasn't very fair. All right, go ahead. That go wasn't ahead. Very well, fair. let let Mr. Dash. Finish. Now we're talking about the good governor of uh, California. That's right. right. And I'm telling you, his movie's a cartoon. Now, well, whereas well, his rap well, stuff well, is real life. Oh, but go you ahead. said if Who there's a, you wait, wait, hold, 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 hold on, Cam. If there's one, if there's if there's an unsupervised child, how is he to know whether it's real or not? How is he to determine what's real and what's not real? Who's the supervisor? All right. And, so you and think he, that the Terminator movies are just as damaging or more so than gangster rap? I would have to rap. say being that there's a visual and yeah. being there's no explanation to them. And being the visuals that on these rap uh, videos, too, though. But what I'm saying is it's glorified. There's no justification for all the shooting that all goes right. on. So if he's reporting what goes on in, around, his street, around the street, he's a product of his environment. Not to say him, but he's reporting what is a product of his environment. How is that wrong for him to report because that? Because are you gentlemen, wrong? Let, gentlemen, are you gentlemen, wrong? gentlemen, let's let be honest, Thomas. I'll get in here. Gentlemen, let's be honest. Who do these kids relate to more? You, someone from the inner city, or someone from another country, or someone from the suburbs. Let's be quite honest. Well, what I was you, to say, you came up, you you came up the same way I did, right? the same way millions of these kids do every right. day. We're growing up in a in a fatherless society. We're growing up. A lot of our friends, your friends, my friends, didn't have a lot of supervision at home. Most of the time, they were at our homes. Uh, we were uh, you. We had good parents. We had parents who didn't allow us to do or watch these kinds of things. Right. I but these children now in, in the movie industry. Believe me. I'm a critic of the movie industry also. I think that these kids are watching too much Probably black movies. TV, period. <clears throat> but my issue is that when you rap, you rap about what these children relate to because it's in their environment. You've already stated that, that this is... That, that they don't know your story because you're a CEO, and I agree. But see, you don't promote that, and your company doesn't promote that. They we promote four-letter words. We don't promote, promote entrepreneurship. And I we, think don't we, we don't promote, promote positive and, 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 and ownership of your company. I, I'm making it cool to be, to be smart. Right, I'm making look. it cool. Oh. It's not about business. It's about, about you because you feel like it might give you better no. ratings to portray something negative within the image it of hip hop. It is negative. It's not negative to be a businessman. It's not negative to take care of the economy around you. It's negative to make money, Mr. Dash, if you it's, hurt children. How do you hurt children by promoting to be an entrepreneur and a CEO and to do right by... looking at a principal. For example, for example... You're looking at a principal. Why you don't want to let him talk? You mad? You mad? You mad? Oh, my God. No, wrong. Well, you're you looking, you're looking at a man. I got dirt on you, doggy. Camera on you. <laughs> I got dirt on you, doggy. Oh. <laughs> oh. You go ahead. 
you get out. I'm gonna get out of you in a minute. You're looking at a guy who teaches inner city kids and who's telling you face to face that he has problems. Ah, uh, all right. <clears throat> but anyway, that's why you can't win an argument with him. I love when they use it on him because it's like yeah. <clears throat> I don't like Bill O'Reilly. But, he uh, is good. Like, like Dame is good, but he's. We, I was just saying in the chat, we need him to talk to white people. He can't talk to us. Yeah. Because that whole thing that he did with Charlemagne and God and him, that wasn't necessary. But when he uses it to tear down Bill O'Reilly, we can get him to talk to Michelle Bachman. We can get him to talk to all those people. He just ain't allowed to talk to us. Yeah. Cause... We just send him out. We send him out in the ether. And he's Jamal. He will be Jamal, but he's Jamal for talking to white people that's what we need that's what we need mm-hmm. I, I think he needs a role now he i want probably, him to talk to stacy dash though well he probably wouldn't accept that because that would make us his boss if we were doing that and <laughs> real men don't have bosses and men don't talk about men so. it'll be a partnership we right. gotta we gotta talk his language we'll yeah. check out what if we do a number times profit please <laughs> exactly. uh anyway so uh netflix is um thinking about reviving full house They've already given us new versions of Richie Rich and Inspector Gadget. Oh, that's why that shit was on my queue. Oh, okay. Okay, because I know. So that I know. is new. I was I looking like watching it. I was like, Inspector Gadget ain't never looked like this. Oh, so they revamping <laughs> it? Well, they need to bring some a lot of shows back. I want them to bring Powerpuff Girls. Uh, what was it? Almost Human? I definitely want them to pick that up because mm-hmm. I want to Fraggle Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with leaving those classics where they were, but uh full house um is uh the streaming service reportedly nearing a deal for a, a, a show called fuller house which is a continuation of the abc comedy which ran for eight seasons from 1987 to 1995 don't get a whole new cast nope much of the original cast will return including john stamos oh the olsen um, twins too I have no idea. I don't want to see them. No. I don't see they have time for that. Like, what are they going to do? Walk around the house like... They're, they're so serious now. Yeah. yeah. They look so sad. They just remind <laughs> me of sadness. Right. A lost youth. In Gotham, wear clothes is too, eight times too big and do a lot of drugs and partying. They they don't care nothing about this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they, uh, they, they say they want to do a 13-episode Order of Fuller House. The new series is envisioned as a multi-cam comedy centering on DJ Tanner, which is Candace Cameron Burr, 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 all right, and her best gal pal, Kimmy Gibbler. So Kim and DJ will be the uh, main two people? That's weird. Uh, as of last they summer. still going to be at home? Hmm? Everybody still going to be living at home? And, well, I doubt I'll be living in the same house. Okay. I don't know, but who knows? I right, mean, and, and, I don't know the plot to this. Right, and Kim is still gonna be. Don't know what the fuck she come from or where she lives. She just always pop up. You never see no mom and daddy. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do they do for a living? I was in not watch your ass. Uh, as of the last summer, uh, as of last summer, Jody Sweeten, aka Stephanie, was also on board, but she isn't mentioned in the latest reports, uh, which could just be an oversight. Original cast members: Stamos, Bob Saget. And Dave Coulier are all eye for guest appearances, so they're too good to be on the show the whole time. Um, they're like, we got shit to do. Yeah. Um, they got their fingers crossed for the twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley. Um, They'll be guests. But boss. wait, weren't they, all, weren't they playing one baby? Right. So, one like, they don't even look the same anymore. No, they don't. Like, one twin is doing significantly worse than the other. Like, are they going to sub it? Maybe they'll have, like, before and after 
Like, well, they all skinny and stuff, so they might get tired, so they got to switch them out like they did when they were babies. <laughs> well, that's so what I'm saying. Thin it, ain't got like, no they energy. Like, oh, I'm tired. Five minutes of acting. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. They don't look alike. They don't look as alike anymore. No, they that's don't. True. Like, I'll see if I can put a picture in that chat, in the chat, but like, are they going to be like, one twin shows up before rehab, Michelle, and then the other one is post rehab, Michelle? Because they don't look alike. Like, look at that. One of those twins is bigger than the other. Yeah, one been eating, one ain't. Yeah, because one had, like, ser- severe eating disorders and shit. So, yeah, it's like, I'm on mess, y'all. Oh, no, Michelle. <laughs> and then, like, three weeks later, that had a fat Michelle show up. Like, oh, normal-sized Michelle. I'm glad you off the drugs. <laughs> they just only had the other one back for flashbacks and shit. <laughs> remember when you was on meth? Yeah, I remember that. Um... So yeah, it's, uh, apparently there's a lot of classic shows they're trying to make come back and this is one. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna watch this Netflix. <laughs> Me either. Uh, Azalea Bakes, ex- yeah, let's get to fucking with black people. Uh, we've done enough stuff. There's all kinds of fucking going on. Um, oh wait, before we do that, one more news story. Uh, Tiger got served with papers. Um, <laughs> Tiger, the 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 dude that's uh Rack City bitch, Rack Rack City that dude. Oh, the dating that little girl. girl. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Dating that little girl. Yeah, the one that's dating Kylie Jenner, who's seventeen. And nobody can, nobody seems to give a fuck about that How, for some uh, reason. Well, they don't know what these papers are for that he got served. It would be awesome if he got served because of that statutory rate. I hope so. Although I don't feel like they serve papers for statutory rate, but feel like they just come get you. <laughs> like like the police just are like come come with us, but. He got served papers. Um, the thing that's funny is that he was un- unveiling his new shoes and a dude came in and bought two boxes and then you can like get them signed by Tiger. And what he got all the way, waited in line, got to the front of the line with the two pairs of shoes and handed him the lawsuit and left. <laughs> so he, thought, he got his job done. He thought dude was buying some shoes and dude was just like, you've been served. Nope, I was, but I just, I was gonna be here anyway, but this is even better. Yeah. I got paid to be here. So, I, I just thought that was hilarious, man. Um, so, uh, and yeah, I hope it, uh, maybe it has something to do with Kylie Jenner. Maybe not, but, um, that's what right. you gotta do. You gotta be creative when you're serving papers, cause you can't do it the plain Jane way, cause, you know, it's one of those things where you have to have proof that they seen the papers. They don't care what they do with them. They can burn them, trash it, shove it up their ass. All far as you concerned, they got the paper. Right. Uh, also, um, there's a they're thinking about doing a play doh movie. No, I'm good. Right. <sighs> We're, like, did y'all run out of shit? Oh, running. I was about to say the same thing. Did y'all run out of shit, man? Like, what's left? Tiddlywinks, the movie. <laughs> Jacks, remember those? Hunger, Hunger Hippos, the movie. What's he fuck? Stick and Ball. Don't don't forget to watch Stick and Ball this summer from Pixar. Swinky. Yeah. Um, they gotta have all the games that aren't cool. Oh, Hopscotch, the movie. Um, that did they really? Is creativity that fucking dead? I guess so, Karen. Um, all right, now let's fuck with black people. Um, should I even play the music? Where's my music? I say it don't even matter. Uh, uh. I was trying to sing the song. Uh, where's my playlist? Oh, here we go. Just fucking with those black people. Just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with 
fucking with black people. people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's a game called fucking with black people. Where we go around the world getting different articles and then we read them and decide how much we're fucked with as black people on the interval in intervals of 25 on the scale of one uh, zero to 100 so today's contestants uh azalea banks and um a few other people uh azalea banks did a recent interview um where she talked about wanting to fuck the president which i mean not that mind-blowing a lot of people want to fuck the president. Correct. People more surprised, I guess, that she would say it out loud. But she's twenty three and uh, like you know, she's been in Playboy. It's not. Is it really that surprising? Right. And based off of the other shit that she tweets and say, is anybody really surprised? Yeah. So she said he was fine. That's not where black people got fucked with it all. Uh, but she did do it uh, uh on um on Instagram, I believe. Um, she. I mean, meanwhile, on Instagram, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, she was uh, responding to a fan's questions because um, they asked her, why do you choose old white men over black men? Somebody uh, asked her this? Yeah, his name mm-hmm. was J underscore too tall. He says, why are you so gumbo black people and then they owe white dudes with money? I never got that. Now, I'm assuming gumbo means gung ho okay like you know because she's very advocates always for black people and say white people are stealing our music and our culture um and then she responded because black men take black women for granted and i'm too busy with music to be fighting for my rights at home i already have to fight for respect with black men uh and what the fuck why did this comment run out oh they just that's it i already have to fight for respect with black men in that's it Oh, where's the rest of the comment? I think it was in the industry or something like that. Uh, I think she said at work, I don't want to go home and have to fight too. Yeah, that that's what it was. So, um, you know, um, this is also the person that said that, um, people were called black people coons and shit. She called uh gay dudes faggot. And she said she has the right to do that. She called Perez right. and a faggot on, on Twitter. Uh, Come she, on now. she also, you know, hates, igloo australia or iggy (laughs) Iggy azalea um yeah she said when i get home i like things to be nice and easy makes sense um so yeah um i and it says just last week she was a subject of yet another story in which she allegedly sent a tweeted image of her genitals to a conservative blogger by the name of matt walsh um (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i don't i everything about her i just go she's 23 right that's the only way i can get through her shit is just to be like she's 23 maybe she'll grow out out of being a horrible person but she's very inconsistent and it's Mm. very weird to me um like today kendrick lamar uh it was announced that he got engaged to his high school sweetheart Mm -hmm. who's also the person on the cover that was braiding his hair for rolling stone she's also the person that you know goes to red carpet events with him and stuff Mm -hmm. um and she's a light-skinned black woman and I saw like someone posted on Facebook about how he owes it to dark skinned women to date a dark skinned woman and no, he, he owes it to black people and I and I'm like, are y'all really like maybe I I mean maybe I'm just different, but are people like really fucking people and then thinking about all this political correctness and black power with they dick and they pussy no like who's doing are you like inside somebody like i'm doing this for the culture that doesn't even fucking make sense to me like 
you date who you fucking want to date i don't right. the only people i don't really fuck with are the people that say like negative shit like oh i don't date blank because blank you know because then right. i'm like all right you're probably just fucking racist i don't really mm-hmm. need to hear that exactly but if you just happen to be dating whoever the fuck you love or like or just want lust after or whatever the fuck it is that you're into they ain't got nothing to do with me Mm-mm. and he been with her since high school give him credit for that right like and she is a black woman for the record she just ain't black enough right i don't even know what that means me either like oh that type of black <laughs> i thought you was a real down brother before this you need to be cheating on her with a dark-skinned woman like oh god damn it america anyway a hundred yeah so. you attacking him with your insecurities fuck you yeah and also like I would be perfectly fine with Azalea Banks just saying I only date old white men or some shit. Mm-hmm. If she just kept it to herself, just let us notice on our own. Like, damn, she's fucking with Bill Maher now. You know what I mean? Like every week we just like, really? Rupert Murdoch? I guess. Oh, her baller stories are like, her five star uh, stories are like. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We don't ever get ball alerts about, why isn't there a ball alert about Bill Maher? <laughs> Ain't that the And truth. about her, with her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. Well, those, those, those old white men don't have ball alert accounts. So we're never going to get those and give up on that. It's millionaire alert. Yeah. Um, we don't know nothing about that. You got to be privy to get in that club. Uh, more fucking with black people stories. Um, where, where, where's my other fucking with black Well, he people? must take care of his hoes. Oh. So you, you, they'll never be on ball alert. Um, yeah. Uh, Texas declare, uh, Texas County has declared April Confederate History Month uh this is one that i'm having a hard time getting justin on board with not gonna lie (laughs) uh he didn't show up at the gym yesterday but i was trying to get him to say uh i told him this month we should do confederate history after we score but he said uh i'm on my own so i found a ratchet level that even he won't go to that's amazing yeah I, i was shocked myself um but uh yeah so no confederate history month uh for justin anyway isaiah washington is on twitter uh last here's the thing i didn't even know this nigga was on twitter i watch uh the 100 which Mm -hmm. i I like Mm -hmm. and he's on there and i like his character on there um and but but isaiah washington says dumb shit on twitter and i wasn't aware of it until like two weeks ago when he literally said if black people stop saying the term black we're referring to ourselves for 50 years white people will stop being racist i'm just like what yeah that'll do it yeah like what what why didn't we think of that that's like extending the hand yeah extend the hand and stop saying black right so chris rock has been taking selfies of himself getting pulled over by the cops um for like i want to say it's like four times or some shit uh over the last two months um and he's like yeah man um this is fucking crazy i've been pulled oh three times this year i've been pulled over by the cops driving down the street in my car and he just takes a selfie every time it happens stop by the cops again wish me luck i'm not even driving stop by the cops (laughs) stop by the cops again it's just him in the passenger seat uh just got pulled over by the cops wish me luck stop by the cops wish me luck and it's like four different selfies of him um in there um where you know he's doing that he's joked all the time about it you know about how being black is still a thing in this country no matter how famous and rich you are right you know i remember my favorite one of my favorite jokes is when he said there's uh 
there's a, 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 a guy here cleaning tables that won't switch places with me. Uh, even though I'm rich, he's like, cause I'm black. He's like, he's, he's like, Hey man, you want to switch places with me? He's like, no, nah, I'm just going to ride this white thing on out <laughs> and see where it takes me. Yeah. Uh, he, and they had a joke that he said on, uh, comedians in cars or whatever with, uh, getting coffee with, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. And he said, it would be such a better episode if he pulls me to the side and beats the shit out of me. <laughs> he's talking about the cops. Uh, and he said, uh, rock joke, if you weren't here, I'd be scared. Yeah, I'm famous, still black. Um, <laughs> true. So Isaiah Washington goes on Twitter and replies or sends a, a message to Chris Rock that says, I sold my $90,000 Mercedes G500 and bought three Priuses because I got tired of being pulled over by police. Hashtag adapt at Chris Rock. What? Now, when I when I read that, I thought he was joking. I thought he was just like, I mean, I figured, yeah, he probably did trade down his car. But as far as adapt, I didn't really take that as a command until he doubled down. Yep. Then uh, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I, I, I was using the hashtag uh, that people started. It was uh, I, I wish I knew who started. I just give him credit because I don't remember. I'm sorry. But it was like tweet like Isaiah Washington. <laughs> and I was just saying shit like, uh, I beat myself before I called the police. Just, just hashtag adapt at Chris Rock, you know, uh, uh, just, or, or shit like, uh, uh, I, I got tired, like, yeah, like I got tired of being followed around stores. So now I only shop online. Hashtag adapt. You know, like you're not solving racism by fucking uh, avoiding it. And so, he also replied, anyway, you millennials critique and misconstrue my message to at Chris Rock. I'm getting back to my work to help free all y'all. Hashtag truth them. How are you freeing us? You hotel ass nigga. <laughs> God damn it, Isaiah Washington. Why? This is why you lost your job. Right. Um, Questlove responded, Prius won't save you from hashtag DWB driving my black. At Isaiah Washington, I know, trust quest like i got one of these and nigga that's yeah, not i i, I got the prius in fact i promote the prius you still get arrested yeah um and then it's just, the rest is just a bunch of tweets and shit um our girl siege made it i'm just siege isaiah washington traded the bins for a prius because he ain't really worked since he dropped that f-bomb <laughs> let's keep it a buck <laughs> uh elon responded and is isaiah washington implying that black folks who drive less expensive cars won't be pulled over by cops that logic is broken as hell yeah That's exactly. and so of course don lemon reached out for the woman and said i would like to have you on our show of course he did. which completes the trifecta right this is like <laughs> Say ignorant shit, double down, and Don Lemon calls you. Mm, they got people to search for that shit. Don Lemon is officially just a Twitter troll at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Mediaite, there is a guy who, uh, Joe Concha, who wrote a, I guess, re- random letter column uh, about Chris Rock. said, Chris Rock's pulled over for selfies. Don't tell the whole story. Here's why. An open letter to Chris Rock. In an effort to try to prove there's rampant racism among the police force in the county we both live in, Bergen County, New Jersey, you posted three selfies of yourself on Twitter sitting in your car upon being pulled over. Of course, you don't bother to explain if you deserve to be pulled over. You just let an impossibly lazy and complacent media run with the narrative you intended to create. Just a black man minding his business behind the wheel until getting harassed by cops racially profiling. 
you share the number of times you've been pulled over in the last two months three it's interesting because also that's also the number of times you've been arrested according to you for driving violations during your story career behind the wheel you also were changing you also were charged for driving with a suspended license and even arrested once for vehicular assault now i have no idea why you've been pulled over three times this year which is why you probably shouldn't have wrote this right but but given your driving record in the past the fact you own cars made not to go slow is it possible you would have been pulled over regardless of your color were you speeding and or driving recklessly (laughs) so of course assumption of guilt uh also i like that you said because you drive cars does made not to go slow like oh you drive a car that can go fast all cars are meant to go fast right so therefore the cops just gonna pull you over um and we need to accept that does racism exist in this country of course do voices like yours that reach 3.2 million twitter followers help improve matters when sending out tweets like the ones you sent yesterday that include almost little or no information outside of stop by cops again wish me luck because asking your fans to wish you luck implies that you may be running into a problem by those evil cops right so maybe you should tell the full story behind why you've been pulled over in each instance yeah, because I have time to tweet all that shit when I'm taking a selfie of the cops behind me. <laughs> what your experience was with each officer and what the result was. A ticket, a warning. So now Chris Rock has, has homework. <laughs> right? I get pulled over by the cops. I have to file a police report, apparently. And it doesn't matter what the fuck I say. People that write bullshit like this, it's automatically my fault anyway, so fuck you. Yeah, you would just exactly. be like, how do we know you're telling the truth? Exactly. They'll poke holes in that. You were pulled over before one time and it was okay. Yeah, so it, it don't matter. If you're not willing to do so, then kindly go back to making Grown Ups 3. Oh, so you're just going to skip over top five. Hate. Just a hater. Just a hater. <laughs> because whatever narrative you're trying to push here only pollutes the water even more. Some in the media, of course, will help you do that because those breathlessly running with your selfie story couldn't bother to simply Google your biography to see your driving record and the arrest that came as a result in the past. Because if the race baiting fits, dot, 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 sincerely, Joe Concha, Uh, frequent route 208 and route 4 traveler. And I have a question. What the fuck his driving history in the past got to do with these incidents? Right. That's kind of like the kid that, you know, any kid that gets shot or, or whatever after they get stopped by a cop. It's like, okay, now you pulled up all this stuff after, but why did you approach him in the first place? Why did you stop him in the first place? For nothing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because so many black people identify with um you know this idea of being pulled over um like that and that's really all chris rock was sharing it was mm-hmm. just like this happens this is a, but you always have these people that don't want to believe it nobody wants like people that because they have a different experience with their privilege in america they just don't want to believe that a police could just possibly pull you over for no fucking reason gotta be some type of uh gotta be some type of reason to it guys no why would a cop just pull you over when you know you didn't do anything wrong it's like well it's because i'm black well that's just i mean come on you must have been speeding or doing drugs or something well they didn't charge me with shit i didn't get a Mm -hmm. ticket all the charges were dropped yeah this has been happening you know several times a year yeah well fuck your entire life experience well you know you're getting a divorce so you know you're a bad person yeah so as yeah as, i would ask him how many times has he pulled got pulled over this year mm-hmm. exactly 
Um, so anyway, fuck that dude. Um, oh yeah, and these open letters is a waste of fucking time. You you really think he's gonna read this and fucking respond? Even if he cares? does, it's still fucked up. But uh, yeah, a uh, hundred for, for the Chris Rock whole everything. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, was there any more fucking with black people in my normal news feed? No. All right, that's what's crazy is I didn't even need to go to the actual fucking with black people stories. Because that's just normal news. Um, here's uh, some actual fucking with black people from a like a, a article. Um, a South Carolina student got suspended for racist and dumb Wi-Fi complaint. A University of South Carolina student with a lot to learn about both racial tolerance and computer networking was suspended for her ignorance on Friday. The result of a viral photo that showed her listing niggers as the primary reason why USC Wi-Fi blows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she had a picture that says, reason why USC, University of South Carolina, Wi-Fi blows, niggers, incompetent professors, ratchets, overpopulated campus, and parking. Now, I wonder if niggers and ratchets were the same. Was that redundant? I think think that's so. And what does parking have to do? You know, I know a few cars got Wi-Fi connections, but most of the vehicles don't have Wi-Fi. I don't think she understands how Wi-Fi works, Karen. No. You know what? I was was sitting here trying to think. I'm like thinking of the logic. I'm trying to work it out. And then I thought about it. I have this thing that I call drunk logic and sober logic. Mm -hmm. Y'all can't talk. We're trying to apply real logic to this nonsense that she just said, and we can't. So we just can't. We, we got to stop. Mm, okay. we, we're not going to be able to make sense of this. This is drunk logic and sober logic. It, it does, never mixes. Now, she did. they didn't say whether she will be facing expulsion, but she was suspended. So, I mean, she'll probably be back, right? Of course. All of right. course she will. Uh, here's another one. Um, poor nigger party printed on... <laughs> Printed on wedding photo booth pictures. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, poor nigger party. Um, put this picture in the chat so you Is guys can. Is it poor, end. like, don't got a lot of money, or poor, like, oh, poor things? Right. Oh, these poor niggers. Oh, gosh. God bless their hearts. An African American couple hired a photo booth and attended for their 2012 Houston wedding in hopes that guests would take photos that would commemorate their special day. So they're paying for this service, right? Yep. The okay. photo the photo captions were supposed to consist of the couple's first names and the date. Instead, they say some guest photo captions uh, read, Poor Nigger Party. Ooh. Yes, so the photographer did that. The, well, the, they're saying, I well, actually, I think I can play this article. Let me see if this works. Well, yeah. Let me, let me play this. The photographer clowned them. Cat. They must didn't get a tip. Well, the photographer <laughs> didn't get a tip. Right. They're saying the, the photographer. Well, there's a whole backstory. Let me play it. Okay. When this case came in the door, I couldn't believe it. Kathy Hale is the attorney representing the Houston couple suing Premier Photography. She asked us not to use her clients' names. It's about righting a wrong. Um, it's, it's as simple as that. Hale says 100 family and friends were enjoying a wedding reception at the Bell Tower in Northwest Houston. The couple rented a photo booth from Premier Photography. At one point during the reception, the booth produced some photos with the wedding date and the words, poor inward party. The bride's sister got one of those photos. She made the wise decision not to tell her and spoil <coughs> that specific day. Hale says several months passed before family members finally told the couple what happened. Now, every time they think about their anniversary, on their anniversary date, they're going to be reminded of what happened. Hale says the husband then called the owner of Premier Photography, James Evans. Said, what happened? 
how could this happen? Please tell me, you know, how this occurred. And the only response that he got after that conversation was, sue me. We too tried to ask Evans what happened. He had no comment. Hale says her clients didn't want to go through the process of a lawsuit, but when they got no answers, they felt they had no choice. This has never been about the money. My clients did not call a lawyer as soon as they found out about this. They called Mr. Evans, and Mr. Evans did nothing. Why is there this gap in this? All right, well, that's the end of that article. Um, <laughs> right with, with the minute left. Yeah, um, my thing is, how was the Wi-Fi at the party? Because they could have been <laughs> fucking that up as well. Um, yeah. The company has basically tried to, their back their go-to story is like, a guest put that caption. It don't matter. Um, which to me is like, why would that be allowed to be a thing? Right. And you know what? It went, I'll just say, it wouldn't surprise me. Is it the first, this probably isn't the first time some shit like this happened, but this is the first time somebody went through the process of goddamn suing him. Well, anytime you say sue me instead of explaining what happened or even being shocked by it or trying to explain, I think you did it. Mm-hmm. Of course you I did. Agree. You know what I mean? If he would have been like, what? No, that's fucking ridiculous. We would never mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. The course. fact that he's like, fucking sue me then. I don't like those niggers. They didn't pay me enough. Like, anyway. Um, yep. I hope they sue the pants off of you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's fuck with some more of these Shit, niggers. Shit, fuck you. Be my, that, that's my photo booth now, bitch. Um, <laughs> exactly. It's going to be the poor nigger party right. photo For, booth right. services. Correct. And all, and all black people get in free. <laughs> Ratchet. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it has Wi-Fi. The, <laughs> the root.com says black girls rock founder hits back at insulting hashtag white girls rock um so uh beverly bond responds for the first time to the controversy over the hashtag and the racial commentary that sprung up online when i heard about the hashtag right girls rock hashtag uh that trended on twitter my immediate reaction was well duh of course white girls rock are they unaware White women's beauty, talent, diversity, and worldly contributions are affirmed everywhere on billboards, on television, in magazines, and in textbooks. However, the breadth and the depth of the beauty and the intellect, work, and legacy of black women is often marginalized. The cultural, intellectual, and social contributions made by women across the African diaspora are part of a human history and should be valued to all pe- valuable to all people. The participants in the White Girl Rocks hashtag uh, who heralded accusations of reverse racism failed to acknowledge the history of racism in media, including the perpetual absence of diverse stories and representations of black women. They also failed to recognize that this absence impacts the way women and girls of color around the world see and value themselves. As a humanist, I believe that we all rock. My issue is that the commentary that followed white girls rock hashtag has not, was not even about aff- affirming dynamic white women. Instead, it was about critiquing or even punishing black women for having the nerve, the audacity, and the unmitigated gall to love and affirm ourselves. In an article in the Huffington Post, Olivia Cole, a white girl who most certainly rocks, points out the exclusion of black women in various public spheres. In response, the white community that was offended by black girls rock, uh, that in response to the white community that was offended by the black girls rock hashtag, uh, Cole writes, all of the things you take for granted are what you're protecting when you shut, uh, when you shout down black girls rock. Your whiteness, the system that upholds your face as the supreme standard of beauty, your place in the center of a culture that demands people of color remain hidden in the margins, 
present, uh, but only barely and never overshadowing the white hero slash heroine. Your discomfort with black girls who rock tells me you prefer the status quo. You prefer the black faces to remain hidden. You prefer for American heroes to have white faces. You prefer for black actresses to wear aprons and chains. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, as a response to that, I would like to say, uh, what people <laughs> and only white people have to diversify their beauty standards. Apparently so. Uh, like Cole, I also think that the anxiety that people have about black girls rocking uh, reveals blind spots associated with white privilege, including the inability to acknowledge that the privilege actually exists, a lack of accountability for prejudices, and an overwhelming deficit in the cultural and cultural competency. So whoever is offended by black girls rocking and whoever thinks that black empowerment threatens their own power should comfort their should confront their own racism. Right. So mm-hmm. anyway, she broke that shit all the way down. I was glad she responded. And that, I'm shocked it took her this long to respond. Like she got the patience of Job, dog, because <laughs> I think they've been doing this shit for like four years or five every, years. Every time they had that conference. And thing. every time motherfucking white people be like, no, <laughs> white people rock. Why are y'all being racist against us? We can't come to y'all parties. Like y'all can come to the party just celebrate these black girls. That's all. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was the opposite way, yes. If it was the opposite way, and there was also a few centuries of historical racial oppression of white people, you're right. It would be the same. Exactly. If, but it's not. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know what? The worst are the white women that are feminist that are upset by this shit because like if there was a like when Lilith Fair comes around like that like if dudes were going around like y'all celebrating women what about all the men that didn't get celebrated through the centuries huh mm-hmm. what about that shit oh my god you'd be highly upset hate people man uh all right let's get into um our other uh segment which is um Ball, uh, ball alert. choices jay we'll let you pick uh-oh number one so your baller wants to fly you out by queen of Anya. number two groupie tales i slept with mike scott of the atlanta hawks 
The fact you gotta say what team he on, they'll let you know. <laughs> right. we all know. He's not that famous. Mm-mm. Uh number three, young bird group tail. Uh number four, are you knowingly dating a deadbeat? The deadbeat enabler by Nova Giovanni. And lastly, let's go with the inferior man complex. Why I can never date a man who makes less. That one. All right, let's talk about these broke ass niggas. <laughs> 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 who gonna be in their feelings after this <laughs> tune in to the feedback show to see right <laughs> the inferior man complex why i could never date a man who makes less uh posted by 11 8 so i don't know if she wrote it or what dating back in time men were always groomed to be the man of the household the provider of his family and the protector over the years the playing field has leveled a bit and women have started to make more money in some cases she's surpassing men in the workplace as much as we as women want to find love what happens when a successful woman tries to date a man who is not financially as successful as she is she ends up with a guy with that has inferior man complex he immediately feels like a lesser because his woman is doing something great that is why women like beyonce go for jay-z's and not for jamal what happens when you you date a man with an inferior man complex and why is it a bad thing well first off he will constantly remind you that he doesn't have what you have he says things like so you think you're better than me because you make more money than i do or things like why do you want to go to this expensive restaurant like i can afford that you're constantly walking on eggshells because no matter what you say or do, he's going to take offense. You can't talk about your hard day at work because he'll try to out-complain you. You can't splurge on nice things because he's secretly jealous of you. And if you buy a new car, he'll secretly wish for it to get repossessed. Damn. Oh, my. That's petty. <laughs> Men with inferior man complex are bitter, jealous, and oftentimes angry. And the only way he'll ever be happy is if he's doing better than you. This means the only way he'll win is for if you do bad or he progresses. The deceiving part about a man with inferior man complex is that most times they are very good about hiding it. His pride will allow him to smile through the complex and not let you know that they envy you. When he's not being direct about his feelings, you will think everything is okay. The best way to determine if you got a man with inferior man complex is to continue to be a successful woman. If he drifts away, you know that you're handsome. Uh, I think the best way to get him to do it is uh, go on extravagant vacations without him. <laughs> that shit will bring it out in you every time. Mm-hmm. Like, Bitch, you know I can't afford to go to the Bahamas? <laughs> oh, sorry. I can't believe I slipped. Right. I'm trying to smile through it. You know I can't cross the state line? Uh, I had a friend that um, he uh, had a, a woman. He was dating a woman that made more money than him. And I had never really even thought about it. But we was just talking about shit one time. He was talking about his relationship and the problems. And he brought it up. And I was like, why is that a problem again? Right. <laughs> he was like, plus you make all this money. I was like, right? Isn't that cool? <laughs> he was like, nah. I was like, oops, my bad. Um, all right, I actually so. had a friend that um, she she would go on all of our snowboarding trips and, you know, the local ones and the ones going far away. And then she started dating this guy that, makes a lot less than her, a lot less educated than her. And then she stopped going because he couldn't go. And I just, I was like, that freaking sucks that you now have to stop or feel you have to stop what you're doing that you enjoy because he makes less than you and he can't go. Yeah. And and, and for the record, like, 
everybody's relationship is their own i get it i'm not saying you're wrong for adjusting i do think that one thing people don't that aren't is like very considerate sometimes so maybe y'all can come up with something where it's like all right i used to do this shit by myself uh or with my other friends or whatever maybe i cut back on that or something and and we can do some things together or mm-hmm. maybe we can you know work on getting you up here where i'm at so we can do these things together something like that i do understand and it's not gonna be the prettiest and the most like pc thing to say right but when i gotta cut out my fun like all the fun or what yeah. i enjoy like this is what i enjoy and yeah. now i can't do it anymore and i feel like in a situation like that the person who's used to doing it is going to end up resenting you you're right. going to end up you're going to end up resenting that person when it's all fine when like it's all lovey-dovey and it's like right. oh you get to hang out on the couch we're going to watch tv and netflix but then when y'all beefing and you look at our facebook and your mm. friends are out doing whatever that you would normally be doing you might start resenting yep. that person right and and you could it could be a compromise you might be like you know i can't go every time but i go every other time or she yeah. just stopped going right stopped or i go right. once a month like like that like yeah that's when you really that's are, a compromise yeah that's when you feel like it's a red flag when someone just cold turkey like you know like uh i'll have friends we'll go to the bar every sunday and watch football we used to or whatever but then like we used to have some friends like he'd get a girlfriend and then we don't see him anymore. Right. She's then, also that kind of person too, where she just t- cuts out period. And then when she breaks um, up with the person, she's like, Hey guys, I'm back. And we're like, Oh, we got to fill you in on all these inside jokes. Now, now um, you feel left out. Yeah. It you could, don't know it's when you got a man. Yeah. That could also just be that that's how she is then. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be like, even if he had money, she'd be like, Nope, I got, I'm getting dick now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they should put a sign on the outside of the door. That's like how they put it on the studios. <laughs> You know how the mm-hmm. studio has like do On not air. disturb. They should have like yeah, didn't dick, do not disturb. <laughs> so um, I can see like that kind of person maybe doing something, and maybe it's not because he's broke. But you know, if he had money and he was into that shit, maybe she would take him. But there mm-hmm. are some, you know, some women just don't take their man around. Y'all, uh, ungrateful, <laughs> ungrateful single helpers. I mean, right. they just got to keep yeah. him away. All, all that free good good, like. Mm-mm. Right. What if he finds? What if he finds out that there's a woman that might be more attractive than him, her, or oh lord, like a woman that is different from her, or just a, another woman in this world? You got to keep the man locked up. <laughs> oh, lord. Uh, but but I was gonna say though, I could understand to a certain extent uh, the compromises that people make in relationships. That you know, because there is you do need to spend time together, and there is shit you want to do, and all that stuff, but. It's it's all about where does that come from, and if it comes from a place of him being insecure, then it's you know that's terrible. Mm-hmm. You know and it's I'm not going to matter what it is. He's going to be insecure about anything. Y'all going to go to the gym, and he's going to be mad because you deadlifting more than him. Exactly. Yeah, he's going to be like, why you even, <laughs> why why do you go to the YMCA gym when you know I can only afford to go to the uh, the ten dollar a month gym? <laughs> oh like, lord. I mean, but for real, that's if someone's insecure about that shit, they're going to be insecure. About why you, everything. Why are you ordering lobster? You know I can't afford no motherfucking lobster. Let's get to the comments. All right. <laughs> Tone says, "Why do you always put everything on men?" Now, for the record, <sighs> Tone is a dude. Right. Don't. What be are just... you doing out here, sir? Right. If you are gonna be upset about them talking about men, this is not the site for you. This no. It's ballalert.com. Sir. Come on now. 
have you ever thought the way some women look and treat men that make less money than them may make these men act the way they do by the way there was an unnecessary period in there and a whole nother sentence they um, were trying for you right he was he's like i'm too stupid but i will add extra punctuation that'll fix it <laughs> love is a losing game says i agree with this one users are the only ones who can't handle this kind of situation oh man that sucks too then so like if you are secure enough to be like i don't make as much as you and i'm not gonna be a problem then you're just a user so now you can't win if she makes more than you you're a piece of shit no matter what wow yeah according to love is a losing game now her name is love is a losing game okay Eleven eight says Tone, you ever stop to think that maybe it's all in the broke man's head? <laughs> right. <laughs> the broke man's head. Um, I agree. Then Ball Alert responded and said, LOL at 11. Uh, Empower Woman, AK Spice, said, LOL 11 8. You know, Tone don't like it when you make posts about broke men. <laughs> Tone, <laughs> Tone, Tone replies, Women don't like dealing with men they may feel stronger than, T H E N. This is why women don't like to date men shorter than them. Oh, then again, <laughs> younger or ones that make less money. The thing is a broke man feels like you should listen to him just like a rich man does. But if you feel stronger than your man, then most likely you are not going to listen to him. And this is where the problems start. Um, oh. Creative B says this and quotes the article men with inferior men complex are bitter jealous and oftentimes angry the only way he'll ever be happy is if he's doing better than you this means the only way he'll win is if you do bad or he progresses i agree so much some dudes just hate to see you successful and will do anything to bring you down i dated one dude briefly he worked we worked in the same industry and had approximately the same status when i was promoted he started acting like he is in competition with me for real and would try to bring me down like saying, you don't know what you're doing. You're just average, nothing special. And when I was voicing my opinion, he would take it as an insult. The funny part is he would trash my advice. And then later, he would do just what I suggested, LOL. Needless to say, I left his ass alone with the quickness. Ain't that the truth? Butterfly says, ugh, been there, done that. I once dated a man who always brought up the car I drove and always tried to find sneaky ways to find out how much I brought home. I wasn't even making the amount I'm making now. Oh, humble rag. <laughs> I learned quickly not to give him what he thought he wanted. The only time I did give him any hints about my income, he tried to make me feel bad for doing well for myself. As if because I was doing so well, I made it hard for him to provide for me. When I wasn't even concerned about that, when I wasn't even concerned about that back then. Plus, he always brought it up. It was a never ending cycle of self-sabotage on his part. It kind of hurt me to witness it damn i agree you know jay you ever dated a man that makes less than you Mm-hmm. what i did, have did y'all did he have inferior man complex um i don't he didn't show it if mm. he did he didn't show it but um so no i haven't i haven't experienced that but i can say that i would prefer the guy to make as much as me or more mm. um just so that I could still enjoy the fun stuff that I like to enjoy. Cause it would suck if I, cause I love to travel and I love to go snowboard and I love to do all those things. And it would suck that he can never enjoy those things with me. And I'm going to have to bring them down and not bring those things down a notch mm. to, you know, 
spend time with him or to not make him feel bad. And I don't want, I wouldn't want him to feel bad because I make more and I'm traveling or I'm doing whatever. But he knew you was balling when he got with you, though, Jay. <laughs> right. And, 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 like, and, just... and, and it's good on paper until you, until, I think for some guys, it's good on paper until you end up getting with that girl and then you probably see how it feels That's for true. their ego. It's like, it's kind of like how a guy will say they want a strong woman until they get checked. True. You know, you know, so it's like, oh, I wanted to make more. And I think some dudes be looking for a come up. They be mm. looking like, oh, she, I'm about to, you know, come up off of her or whatever yeah. and well, I, wouldn't, I don't i mean you can't blame him for that you know? <laughs> that's everybody you know I mean? like i definitely I like if i wasn't with karen i'd definitely be trying to catch me a baller <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know you're trying to give oprah <laughs> yeah i'm trying well michelle michelle i'm trying to give michelle a baller. Okay, okay, she got okay. something to lose you know what i mean <laughs> like oprah ain't got nothing to lose she'll just get rid of you and shit but um but yeah you know i, I can understand that mentality but i do think that um you're right a lot of people like things on paper and especially people that have privilege or have to have their egos not in check all the time we all have that like of course i would be able to handle this thing but you don't really know how it feels until you're in that situation you're like she really do make more money than me and i really can't tell her what the fuck to do um because there's no fear like for some women they're like they, they don't say nothing because there's that fear of the man leaving and then them not having that lifestyle anymore right a woman that's making enough money she don't care but a woman mm-hmm. that's like oh well let me keep the peace because i gotta take care of these kids and i gotta you know whatever whatever and it's like a woman that is making her own money she's gonna have her own opinions and she's gonna speak her mind and but yeah and, and then that whole thing of like it's fine until you're with that person it's you know a woman making more money is fine until you know oh, I want to go to Japan or or I'm going to Japan. And then the guy's sitting at home because he couldn't afford it. And his boy's like, oh, where where your girl at? Oh, she went to Japan. Oh, why you ain't go? Mm. Right. Uh, I hate Japanese people. <laughs> That's why. Exactly. I'm, I'm and then now the, the dude probably giving her attitude now, like, or or wondering what's going on or whatever. I don't know. Like, I just. No, I, I, being, I, I agree. It's like, um, like you said, people say they like strong women or, um, <laughs> until you get lifted up. Right. right or, until she tell you some shit that you don't like. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people, uh, like a lot of dudes that'll say like, I like funny women, but, um, they don't actually like funny women. No, like they don't, don't actually like women with opinions or mm-hmm. jokes or women that make jokes about them or nope. any of that shit. Like they just, they like the idea on paper, mm-hmm. but it's like a safe type of funny. Like, cause like I, I say all the time, the funniest women that I follow on like social media are all pretty much all feminists. Cause mm-hmm. you know, humor is mostly tragedy, uh, having a perspective and having an opinion and confidence. And right. You're and looking for that chick with low self-esteem. You're not probably going to get her if she's funny. Right. What you mean is you like a woman that laughs at your jokes. <laughs> right. But you don't actually want a woman that's going to make a joke that might, you know, be you, about you. Right. Because you love it to be the butt of it. Because the thing about people that are in comedy or, or comedians is that every, everything is subject to a joke. Mm-hmm. And people can't handle that. Like, and a lot of times the relationship and things about the relationship can also be a part of the joke of the punchline. And for some comedians, that's, that's, you know, they don't discuss that and some to do. And it's just that one thing where, yeah, it's, it's funny for her to quote unquote, uh, tell these jokes, but until, like you say, everybody got their lines until she talks about some shit, jokes about some shit that you don't think is quite that funny. And a lot of times it's going to be about you. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just, you know, like, like I said, I'll see um 
like feminists like they'll be upset about something quote unquote and i'll put upset in quotes because i think you know upset just really means they disagree about something or whatever right and so they'll go on like a twitter rant but it's mostly jokes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like like a Mm -hmm. lot of the funny ass hashtags that'll be like tweet like isaiah washington or tweet started by women yeah a lot of times so if you go all the way back it's just or the ones that are like um i remember pia glenn started the one that was like uh time magazine headlines or something like those are women that are very funny and that most of those those jokes came from women but yet you have people that are like i fucking hate feminists man nothing worse than mm-hmm. them so yeah i think people don't mean it and i think the same thing with women to make a lot of money it's like or make more than you it's like oh no i can handle it but you don't really know you mm-hmm. know and plus let's be honest it all depends on the woman there's some women that, i'm sure there's some women that make more than you that are cool about it and it won't really be an issue like they won't be like you know throwing it in your face quote unquote and i'm sure there are some women that make more to you that it, if you do have a disagreement it's like nigga i make more money than you and i'm sure that that's a bad quality no matter what your gender For sure. is yeah because she's probably doing that in other areas too she sounds like that's probably just a one-upper in regard to everything right right like but I, I do that reminds me i remember years ago i i was dating this guy and i don't i don't think i made more than him or anything mm-hmm. but i remember i was saying i was gonna buy this car that i wanted and i was just like talking about it. i was like oh you know i really like this car like i want to go buy it or whatever and then i went and bought it and i was like hey i'm about to come by and i was really happy that i got it and i went by and i was like look i got the car he's like oh i didn't think he was really gonna buy it and that wasn't uh, that wasn't right. I, I don't I, I feel like he did make more than me so that's not really a more money than thing but it's just like you know, a woman going out and just doing her right. own thing and not consulting with you. I didn't bring you to the dealership right. and to help me do this transaction or whatever. Right. I didn't get to do my man thing. You exactly. just went out and did it. Like, uh, that, like I said, I my same friend that was talking about the, that woman that, you know, he was like, yeah, she's makes more money than me. I was like, I don't see why that's a big deal, you know, cause if you're my friend, I pretty much won't lie to you. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. He's my friend, so I'm just like, yeah, why is that a problem again? And it's, it's like, well, because this. And he's like, and also, you know, she has a secret, like, not secret, but like a little side bank account that she puts her money away in for just for herself. And I was like, yeah, well, what's wrong with that? And he's like, because, you know, she said her mom told her you should always have a little money for the side just in case things don't work out or, you know, so no man can ever, like, put you in a bad situation because you depended on him and now he's using that as leverage and all this shit. And I was like, yeah I, I mean that is how society is structured why wouldn't right. she right. have money for a rainy day just in case i don't think that's like a bad thing i mean for you in case the car break down in case you know anything yeah. could happen and what if the man died like what if y'all got right. a household together and the man like and that's why you know right. someone would want to stay at home and, and do that thing like i necessarily don't want to do that to the right. you know all the way because what if something happens to him right. and i don't let my resume go i ain't got nothing on my resume for years and now i'm broke right and his thing was well she'll use it for like vacations and shit like that and uh, he was like you know in case i don't want her to go on vacation or something or go I out or go on a trip and right. i was like so really you're more you're not it's not the money you're more upset by your inability to say no to her and it's a controller and, and for her to, right for her to have to listen to your point of view like I wouldn't even say, like, I'm, I'll give him the benefit of doubt because he's my homie and I know I'm like that and say that it's not quote unquote control as far as you will do it as I tell you, but it is control as in, I want you to be forced to listen to my opinion on it. 
you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like you having this money means you can actually tell me go fuck myself and not consider anything i have to say right and keep like going on with your life me. like you get to do to me but i can't be able to do it to you right and his right and, and well his thing is i can't do it to you because i don't have that kind of money and you do have mm-hmm. you have fuck you money so i don't it's not equal Am yeah I, but it's yeah. okay for a guy to be able to to be able to be in a position of i'm out and leave you right with nothing but a woman can't be in a position to leave and be good right well his woman can't um <laughs> like because i feel like if it was his sister he'd probably be like that's smart you better you if better it put was that his, money up girl mm-hmm. yeah like we like it was he just didn't want his woman to have to get out of jail free card mm-hmm. and i mean they didn't end up getting married and shit thank goodness but um it was like but it was that thing where i was like i feel like what you're really talking about is a trust issue that is deeper than the money actually correct right. deeper than her and don't really have nothing to do with her it's probably right. going to be an issue no matter who he dates so he probably should check w2s and all that before <laughs> he somebody so he can make sure on the application it, it needs to be how much she makes but not because she need to make up to a certain amount she need to be below a certain right. amount well what was funny is that um she did end up being like untrustworthy so it was kind of like <laughs> Oh, well, that's probably what the real issue you were sensing was. I don't think it was anything about money. Like, I think money became a, um, it's like a symbol. You know what I mean? For like the problems in your relationship. You were obsessing over this. Well, what? She doesn't need me. She can just be out. It's like, well, sh- let me just tell you something, man. Broke women don't need you and they can be out. It doesn't really matter. Right. Like mm-hmm. anybody can be out at any point in time. That's the secret to life. You know, even, even these obligations that you think like, Oh, I make more than her, so if she leaves. Who gonna pay for this apartment? Uh, she could just be like, "I'm, I'm fucking done. I'm not paying these bills." You, and then, do you really want her to stay? Do you really yeah. want that person that's only there because, oh, I got this nice apartment, so let me stay with him? That was my question. That was my, my <laughs> question. Was like, so let's say she didn't have the money to decide, but that's the only reason that y'all are that you have trust for her. Isn't that bad? Mm-hmm. you know so it turned out bad later i don't worry i ain't say i told you so or nothing but <laughs> it was just like yeah you know i think money meant something symbolically so all mm-hmm. right our girl ccd is working on baller for she says i agree with uh what was her name love is a losing game uh usually men who want to use you can deal with you making more than them regular dudes catch an instant attitude if you make more than they do so so literally you can't so. win even if you were a guy who checked his ego and was like, she make more than me, it's cool. Baby, go skiing, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, it's cool. I can't wait to see you when you get back this weekend. <laughs> Even if you said that, CCD is like, nah, nigga, you, you, you a user. You trying to get my money. <laughs> Love is a losing game. Says another thing I've noticed with men like this is that they keep the insults personal attack on deck. Like, don't get into it with one of them. Even if you are dating or friends, they will try to kill your self-esteem or confidence and don't even mention money. They go for looks, body, progress, or let's not forget mistakes that you have made. LOL. I have one. He's my first, but I'll say he's a friend about a month ago. We got into it because I expected him to pay me a loan back on the time frame we agreed to. So on, so on the first cycle collection day, it hit the fan he talking plenty of ish i should be happy i should be happy he answered the phone for me i better be happy he gonna pay me back i ain't as hot as i think i am niggas ain't really checking for me he got better younger chicks on deck just a whole bunch of irrelevant ish i'm just like oh okay i ain't got i ain't that hot it's cool can i come get my money now 
lol he ended up making all but one payment you know he couldn't do all the way right had to uh, has to take something from me lol i still laugh to myself how much of a broke ass negro he is i get sad sometimes though because he doesn't get he doesn't mind it and it did not have to be this way when we were younger he was on track low ambition motherfuckers kill <laughs> oh, no ambition damn dude sound like a real piece of shit though right which is irrelevant <laughs> yeah. to this yeah i know he mm-hmm. wasn't talking all that shit when he needed to borrow that money correct i like how she said the first payment cycle <laughs> mm-hmm. is she a bank <laughs> she flipped right to financial institution by the way <laughs> Right. That is exactly how I do when people ever borrow money from me. Ever so twenty eight days, I'm back. I'm 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 back like the bank. Don't ask me for shit. Uh, <laughs> CCD is working on a bottle for she says. Uh, Love is a losing game is right, but had that pin you who, but had that been you who owed him, then you probably would have had to threaten to tell one of his younger chicks that he was cheating on her with you, uh, in order to get him to leave you alone about that last payment. Wink. Girl, don't feel sorry for him. He is doing what he wants, and he'll just, and he'll get just what he is putting in a life. Nothing. Black Barbie says my ex had this complex. I never made him feel less of a man. I always let him know that he was the head of the house. But when I wanted to go certain places, I eat Olive Garden. He, Olive Garden? Shit, that. Wait. If Olive Garden is high scale, <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? What? Olive Garden? That's not high scale. You know what? Maybe we're just speaking from a place of privilege. <laughs> privilege. I, I guess we Cause, are. Yeah. Cause nigga, if you can't hit up the Olive Garden, Garden the, the all you can eat uh, it's like salads. Nine, yeah, it's like $9 for like all the food. It's like the unlimited <laughs> bowl of pasta, $9. Right. Damn, this nigga was like, all bitch. you can eat shrimp. Bitch, Olive Garden again? Damn. <laughs> Why can't you just go to the dollar millionaires like me? You ain't asking for extra olive oil. He's just up in Olive, he up in Olive Garden looking at the menu like, that's, that's 10, that's 10 double cheeseburgers right there. And you getting tea? I hope Sweet tea? I hope it's $10 worth, I hope it's 10 double cheeseburgers worth of pasta. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Karen. Sweet tea? You gotta get the unsweet tea and put some sugar in this shit. The right. sugar free. I ain't paying for the sugar. Damn. Oh. But when I wanted to go certain places, I eat Olive Garden. We could only go once every couple of months, but yeah. he, because he felt they were too expensive. I've always told what is mine is yours, so if I can afford it, you can too. But this young, all, but this young always brought up how he can can't do this or that because of the hours he worked this week. Blah 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 blah. Then it got to the point where he realized how he could benefit from it and started using me to the best of his advantage until I woke up and kicked his ass to the curb. Damn. Yeah, that nigga was up there eating all her pasta. Uh, yeah, he was. Sugar Bear says, at Tone, what exactly are we supposed to listen to the broke man about? How to get rich? <laughs> <laughs> how to come up and be successful? Insecure men and women need to seek therapy, not relationships. <laughs> right. Oh, God, I love this fucking site, man. Anyway, that's it. You a fast bitch. You a fast bitch. I a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I want a fast bitch.
boy, yo, got it, I do great, it ain't shit I'm the realest nigga walking, and this the remix And I'm still out here looking for a five-star chick When I get her, I'm a blesser with a five-star chick Shit, natural born hustle, she ain't chasing no suckers That's a real nigga, she ain't never fucked a boxer Then really don't excite her In the club, wanna fight her She was born in the A with the school of D.C. Got a job in Dallas, Texas, if you move to Tennessee If you ain't a five-star, need to go ahead and face it Fake Gucci, fake Louis, shorty, that'll make the basic I ain't a five-star, I ain't a five-star, I ain't a five-star I ain't a five-star, I'm a five-star bitch Cause I ain't that other bitch She be struggling for hers from the womb, I been rich I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the proof, man Something um, in a recession. All right, all right, all right. I can listen to the whole song. It's a little boosty verse. All right, it's time for the last uh, ah. game. It's time for Guess the Race. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestant today, Jay, Impossible White Man of the Show, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they're racist. All right. I like her. She's singing along to the theme music and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Always. Uh, here's uh, Guess the Race. Um, there is a baby-faced teen who likes to go around... Trying to dress up like the cops. <laughs> oh. In many professions, fake it till you make it is a time honored method of breaking into the industry. In law enforcement, however, it is a class B felony. That's what the teenager learned this week. On Wednesday, 19 year old Chancellor Cass was arrested for allegedly impersonating an officer after leaving King Kong ice cream in Merrimack, WMRU reports. According to police, LaCase was spotted driving a blue Ford Explorer and wearing a jacket with New Hampshire State Police packages and a visible handgun on his hip. Oh. Yep. Uh, he was located by investigators on Bedford Road and taken into custody on suspicion of impersonating a police officer. <laughs> State police were not available for additional comment on Wednesday. Um, so guess the race of Mr. Was Chance LaCase, who's 19. Okay, so Chance LaCase. Chance, that sounds like a black name, but we don't get to be babyface past the age of two, so he's black. Mm. I, like your I mean, analysis. he's white. I'm sorry. I mean, he's white. white. Yeah, white. I like your analysis yeah. there. Uh, yeah. Let's check the chat room. New Hampshire, this is a gimme. Perfect, perfect T retune my racism. Uh, what? What race is that? Um, baby Robocop White, says Miss Principal. <laughs> Uh, Chancellor could go either way. That's not race. White, vanilla on vanilla, visible handgun. White, white if he's showing the fake gun. White, future SAE pledge. Wanna be Darren Wilson Chandler? Come on, bro. White, white, white. The correct answer is white. I don't think anybody oh, missed it. Oh, he's so precious. Oh, he does. He look about 12. Oh, mm-hmm. He's a little believer. Yeah. So cute. Oh, I he's 19? I don't, oh. tr- I don't trust him. Mm-mm. He gonna grow no. up to a racist-ass cop. That's what they look like. 
or oh. a spree killer yeah darren wilson was adorable at one point i bet he was and that dude's 19 he's not a fucking kid give a fuck he's a man don't he look yeah. like if he was, was on his chin too if he was black they just roll up and shoot him like this nigga lost his mind <laughs> but the not a cop, in the right he had a gun on his hip um all right uh duo arrested in burglaries after being caught in the act by a homeowner deland florida oh florida volusia county deputies have arrested a duo that they say teamed up to burglarize deland homes before they were caught in the act by a homeowner on thursday afternoon tobias cobb 35 and kimberly jarrell 38 were arrested after deputies say Jarrell would knock on doors to check if potential burglary victims were home, and if no one was home, Cobb would burglarize the house. Deputy said Margaret Gula, a former weightlifter, came home to her house on Princeton Road to find <laughs> Cobb in the bedroom of her house. You are in my mother and dad's house, and it ain't happening, she said. <laughs> when, when Gula tried to call for help, Cobb smacked the phone out of her hand and punched her in the face. <laughs> she said he he hit me. So I socked him in the eye and he was trying to get away and I had him by his shirt and I wouldn't let go. I tried to drag him to get to the phone. Damn. Yeah. He fucked with the wrong one. She a bodybuilder. Um, a neighbor chased Cobb to a plaza on South Woodline Boulevard and flagged down a deputy. Deputy said Cobb surrendered after deputy tracked him to a closet and he said, you can come out of the closet or you can get bit by my dog. Deputies found a hammer, rubber gloves, and the victim's family jewelry in his backpack. Cobb was charged with burglary, assault, battery, burglary on an on occupied structure, grand theft, depriving the use of 911, resisting the officer without violence, possession of burglary tools, and criminal mischief. Uh, Jarrell was arrested on a principal to burglary charge, and the neighbor spotted her walking after the neighbor spotted her walking with Cobb just before the burglary. Uh, they were both booked in the Volusia County Jail. Just don't come back to my house again because next time you'll get shot, said Gula. Guess the race. Of who? Uh, the criminals, the criminals, both of them. They're the same race, by the way. What's their names again? It is Tobias Cobb and Kimberly Jarrell. Mm. Mm. We're in Florida, okay. White. All right, let's check the chat room. Those names, black, white, Bonita and Clyde Davis Black. Oh Lord. Bonisha and Clydell Black. Your <laughs> name is Toby Black. Um, the chat room's going with black on this, but the correct answer is white. <laughs> and uh for the first time we have to break out some booze um on the chat room. Sorry guys. <laughs> Oh, God, crazy eyes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, look Girl. at her face. Yeah. She see everything. <laughs> that's, that's why she was the, that's why she was the lookout. Oh, <laughs> mm, she, she was like, surprised. Police coming about three counties away. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Um, all right. And he is chin challenged. That's yeah. why he got facial hair because he ain't got nobody chin. <laughs> yeah, that dude, mm-hmm. man, good grief. Ooh, I'm sorry. And he and he tried to punch somebody in their face. Try to <laughs> try to run. I know she, she grabbed him like a little kid. Like, come here, bitch. She gave him the business. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What about? Oh wait, I can't remember if I know the race. Oh, I do know the race. All right, here we go. Um, 
Well, let me play this article for you. Oh, music. oh, it's not even a fucking article. What's, what's the article? I think I had the. All right. Nope. This is just on scene footage. Where? Okay, I'll read it. Why don't? Uh, why do they do this shit and it don't be nothing with the article? Right. Uh, laziness. A spring break party in the Florida Panhandle, old Florida, turned violent early Saturday after seven people, including at least three college students, were shot at a Panama City beach house. Oh. One of the victims was shot in the head and the others were hit multiple times and some were fighting for their lives at local hospital. A suspect was arrested after the shooting identified as Dave, identified as David Jamichael Daniels, 22 of Mobile, Alabama. And he was being held in the Bay County jail on seven counts of attempted murder. I knew I was shot and the first one hit me. It was in my neck. One of my victim, one of the victims, Tyra, Tykeria Etheridge said, Tykeria. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Coming up on season five of Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. She is, uh. Wait, this is like, um, Ken Pill with the football name, Tykeria <laughs> and Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and three are in critical condition after a shooting spree at a spring break party in Panama City Beach, Florida. Tonight, we're hearing from one of the victims for the very first time. It's a local 15 exclusive tonight at 10. The suspect, a mobile man, has been arrested and the victims are recovering, including three right here from our area. Local 15's Jasmine Williams talked exclusively with one of them and joins us now with her story. Jasmine. Well, James, it's a story of survival. 22-year-old Tykeria Etheridge was shot in the neck and plans to come home here to Mobile tomorrow. But as she continues to heal from her hospital bed, she told me over the phone what happened. My priority right now until spring break is over is the safety of my officers and the people that come to this beach. A spring break party in Panama City Beach turned bloody overnight Saturday. Seven people shot when a gunman opened fire at a house party. Chaos, caution tape, and a large crime scene, college students running in the streets. Three of the victims, including Tykeria Etheridge, are from Mobile. I was on fire, and basically I wasn't doing it, but sitting in the corner, like, I was, like, falling asleep. Like, guys, my guys, I'm just so happy to be here. The 22-year-old said she was there with Hinton Franklin and Kiara Freed, also from Mobile, partying when the bullets started flying. Three of them had been hit. Kiara shot in the head. She was shot in the neck. I knew I was shot. The first one hit me, it was in my neck, and I fell down. Before that, I said, I'm dead. I remember saying that. I blacked out. For her, the motive is just as unknown as the shooter. Bay County Sheriff's deputies arrested 22-year-old David Daniels, also from Mobile, charged with seven counts of attempted murder. A slight relief as Tykeria Etheridge and her colleagues continue on the road to recovery. Now, Etheridge is a student at Alabama A&M University and was there with her friends. She said that she doesn't know Daniels and has no idea what led to the shooting. Police saying there's no known motive at this time. James. All right. So guess the race of David Jermichael Daniels. Black. All right. Going black with a sigh of uh, disdain there. Let's check the, check the chat room. <laughs> Jermichael, though, didn't get any of Michael's inheritance. Throwback Jackson Black. 
some nignog with inferiority complex black shooting at a spring break party jamichael this is a hot sauce on grits loving nigga crime black shooting at a step show grand opening grand closing (laughs) janigras them names everybody black if they're not black they want to (laughs) be that nigga should have adapted and bought a prius he will be free today the cause of problems with the school's wi-fi so black negro the correct answer is and everybody got it black and let me put his picture in the chat that face yeah he he, uh, he definitely has one of those faces Um, (laughs) only a mother could love yeah oops i actually took myself out the chat give me a second i'll be right back i know everybody's gonna be tripping um in the chat for a second uh accidentally hit that backspace put myself on screen all right there we go um and here's his picture now boom and this what this is what jermichael david jermichael daniels looks like you like yeah i did it damn (laughs) right they caught me i'm disappointed i'm black too Uh i'm disappointed he looks so tired yeah i just tired i just tired that party was so bad i can't wait and the girl what was her name again takiria or she said she was falling asleep at the party yeah Mm. yep i woke up to some bullets (laughs) um all right let's go to the bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Oh, wait. Come on. Get my volume now. Double the points, double the race. Bonus round. Guess the race. Uh, and the article's already started. What the fuck is going on? Police say the mother and the child were at King's Fall. Oh, there we go. All right. Let me reset that. Anyway, uh, so far, Jay is like three for three. All right. Now, here we go. First, we have new information on a daycare teacher. Police say left her own daughter in a dumpster. Police say the mother and the child were at King's Spa on Royal Lane in Dallas. Video from the spa shows the two actually left together. But hours later, police learned the seven-year-old ended up spending the night in a nearby dumpster. Ray Vieta picks up our story tonight. He's live in Dallas. Ray. Chris, Alicia Carroll's family tells me she is a loving mother who loves her seven-year-old more than anything. But they have no reason or explanation for what took place here. Police say the pair left Royal Spa and ended up near a dumpster where the little girl spent more than 10 hours. Surveillance video inside King Spa shows Alicia Carroll and her seven-year-old daughter checking in. The manager tells us they were here for a birthday party at the water park. One of our employees remembered they had a really good time here. Video shows them leaving later that night. Police say the two ended up walking away from the spot. Police say Carol had been drinking alcohol she brought into the establishment. Court documents say at some point during that walk, Carol helped the seven-year-old get into the dumpster and then left her there by a busy street in a high crime area in the middle of the night. Police say Carol thought she was being chased by officers. You can imagine the level of intoxication you have to be to crawl into a dumpster thinking the police are after you. Carol ended up returning to the spa the next morning looking for her daughter. She claimed a friend was babysitting her and wouldn't give her back. Police began searching the area. They received calls from folks who saw the little girl walking barefoot 
and soon officers found the seven-year-old not far from the spa. Physically, she was fine. I think she was scared. Um, people report that she was very frightened. Tonight, her mother, who police say works at a daycare, is behind bars. And I'm just thankful that there was no trash service that day, because if that had happened, we'd be looking at an entirely different thing. <laughs> Tonight, we're told that seven-year-old girl is with relatives. <laughs> the family does have a history with Child Protective Services. Carol's bond is set at $25,000. We're live in Dallas tonight. I'm Ray Vieta, NBC5. I'm hit a history with Child Protective Service. <laughs> wow. What did what did she do? Come, come out with an ascot tied around her head and some heels? Uh, I don't know. Like think, Empire? Oh, yeah. No, that's how you go into the trash, not how you come out. Oh, she did put it in there now. I know. Well, you come out, it's like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, guess the race, Jay. White. White. All right, Jay is going white. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Uh, I actually I already forgotten her fucking name. Carol. Uh, something. Alicia Carol. Alicia Carol. All right. Let's check the chat room. Uh, she brought wine to a baby's party. White. Ah! Lucius Lyons' mama was that white or black? Because he's oh. very, very light skinned HC. Yes, Clarify. he is. White trash. One who took Empire a little too seriously. Well, didn't we all? I mean, is that fair? Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, looks like that's all the guesses we got. Everybody's uh, scared to be uh, wrong man, on this one. It might be a delay. You know, sometimes it's slow responding. Oh. Um, all right. Well, I'll give them a couple more seconds. No, Karen. They just scared to guess. I don't see okay. anybody Oh, they guessing. scared to guess? My bad. Um, anyway, the correct answer is, and Jay, you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she was black. I hate you. <laughs> she said, I hate you. You let me put my hands up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Boo her. Turn it up. Where's my boo? <laughs> and uh, let's go back to uh, that hairdo. The people that got it right. You guys deserve the applause. <laughs> And shame on you, Karen, for calling this a hairdo. <laughs> I think the um, more oh, like now a the hairdo. chat caught up. The chat caught up now. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, right, this is more of a hair didn't do. Oh, look! At I'll that. get to some of these guesses. I don't know why it was taking so yeah, long. Yeah, I had a feeling. It Left was. the baby in the dumpster, not the grandma's house. White. I'm saying flat booty having cheese lover because my system doesn't want this to be a black person. White, black, black. No white chick ain't thinking the cops chasing them. Left the baby to dumpster, not the grandma's house. White. Yep. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They came flood in afterwards. I yeah. had a feeling it was a delay because it happened before. Yeah. That's a hair didn't do, Karen. <laughs> oh, yes. That's mm -hmm. a hair don't. Yeah. yeah. That 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 can that that story just really left me down in the dumps. You know. <laughs> Why? Because the baby wasn't good enough. The baby was trash, Karen. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> yep. It's garbage. I I refuse. So I refuse to do another story like that. <laughs> um, and that and that segment of Guess the Race was brought to you by Bevel. That's right. The rare post sponsorship. Um, get clearer, smoother skin with Bevel. Don't you want that? Like I walk around sometimes and I just look at these people's necks. 
looking all funky and messed up. up right and it's clearly not comfortable it's got to be irritating y'all yes shave shave that shit with bevel some of y'all are shaving with y'all shaving with the white man's product oh lord mm-hmm. and y'all end up looking stupid man um so make sure that you go to getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com put in code t-b-g-w-t where you get 20 percent off of your first month um mm-hmm. support it it's a product that is for black people made by black people um and you know it's, it's it's good to have something for your skin and your you know your particular uh set of issues like uh you know karen has all these new products around the house for natural hair and stuff <coughs> and, you know i've been using stuff for my beard and stuff and people send us products now that honestly i never even knew existed so it's kind of cool to be like oh wait i guess it is it does make sense that someone would have thought about the best way for my particular skin at this point and bevel is that for people that shave um so mm-hmm. no more bumps discoloration irritation um i like i said i shave with it all the time and people uh, by the way um stupid people my beard grows more than you see yeah it's not like it naturally grew this shape and everything <laughs> and perfectly on my neck i do have to shave <laughs> don't people, be stupid people just think you don't shave right is that the key? that's the key to growing a beard just don't shave you look homeless man like get the fuck out of here <laughs> anyway uh get bevel.com code tvgwt uh yes he does shave i, I watch him he shaves and things like that no. it's cool it's an old school shaving thing like you know you got like a little brush and you got your own little shaving cream you whip that shit on it's cool man you should do yeah. it just for the therapeutic effects if uh nothing else yeah i get kind of jealous i'm like i want some cool stuff like that for my legs or some shit mm-hmm. <laughs> um all right let's uh wrap this up with the last segment All right, let's see who else. Uh, South Carolina's fucking up with the sore ratchetness again. Oh lord! Like real talk. Last time it was um, Charleston, where a woman chased a dude, a black woman chased a dude with a sword for like cheating on her or some shit, and like stabbed him and shit. Well, Myrtle Beach, a woman's charged with attempted murder in a knife and sword attack. Oh, a Myrtle Beach woman wanted in connection with the stabbing of another woman who used a sword to fight back during an argument about the victim's boyfriend. Uh, the really <laughs> fighting over a man. I mean, guess the race. Laquita Inaj Harrell, Ooh. 21 years old, <laughs> of Myrtle Beach, was booked in the J. Rubin Long Detention Center at 8.20 p.m. Thursday on charges of attempted murder, first-degree burglary, possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. <gasps> And malicious damage to personal property with a value of $2,000 or less. Or less. Oh, my bad. So there were some broke people. Harrell <laughs> re- remains jail pending the bond handling. Earlier this week, uh, Horry County Police got arrest warrants for Harrell and said she was to be considered armed and dangerous. Horry uh, County Police charged Harrell with, uh, in connection with officers being called at 4.30 a.m. Monday to an apparent Claypond Road 
uh i mean apartment on clay pond road after a 31 year old woman reportedly said she was stabbed i gave them kudos for for reporting that she was armed and dangerous Mm -hmm. the victim said harold came to her apartment she tried to close the door on harold but she kicked it open oh according to police report the women fought and harold stabbed the victim who had grabbed the sword to protect herself oh so that's just sad guess the race of laquita and naj harrell Uh, you brown you know i guess uh brown. oh i put it in, i put it in. i'm she sorry met, she messed up the the wi-fi is what i'm saying all right you guys oh well, too mm. late you posted it my bad yeah yeah i mean because it don't matter it, they, everybody knows can everybody knows that was just me courting the racism of the chat room um uh, all right man we'll be back tomorrow happy easter everybody um happy remember, easter thank you for hanging out with us um remember if you did this uh you have to wait a whole another year to try to get back into heaven so good oh, luck Lord. yep yep i didn't want to didn't want to tell you guys to the end sorry um uh, <laughs> and make sure you check out uh jay on facebook jay uh breezy um because she's a really big chris brown fan and <laughs> oh lord she uh so she took his last name that um, is not why <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry she just really hates rihanna so that's why she went with that name yeah she will not be on yana uh but yeah make sure you guys uh check us out tomorrow i don't know what time we're gonna do the show well we feel like it we don't have guests tomorrow so uh we'll see you guys tomorrow um and don't forget bevel shadow dog productions and adam and eve until then i love you i love you too baby